The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Dollars or more in back taxes? Call the tax doctor right now. See if you qualify to pay less. 800-631-9123-800-631-9123-800-631-9123-800-631-9123. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. I don't know about you, but I am not tired of winning. I am not even in the least bit tired of winning. And I'm going to tell you, after watching Donald Trump yesterday, before he flew off to Mar-a-Lago for for his Christmas vacation, you have to love the fact that he said, I'm going to get this done for before Christmas. And of course, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, the people in the White House is everybody. Sign it on January 8th. No, 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 no. I love the fact that Donald Trump does what he says. He gets results and then off he goes. Welcome to the conservative cartel this Saturday morning. We are live from the nine line apparels, nine line apparel studios on the blaze radio network. You want to be part of the program today. The black rifle coffee hotline is open. Triple eight, 900 is how you get a hold of us here today. We are talking tax reform. We are talking Project Cassandra, which you've probably not heard of. We're talking about FC, FEC violations with Hillary Clinton. In an hour three, a little bit of Christmas, and Chuck Woolery is going to join the program in hour three. You are going to want to stick around. Yes, that Chuck Woolery from Love Connection, Wheel of Fortune, Blunt Force Truth podcast. Fantastic. Riding alongside a Rocky Stucci, the emotional meatball. I am Matlock, your voice of liberty. We certainly appreciate the fact that you found us on your internet device or radio dial wherever you are catching the show. Now, look, I'm going to jump right into this because we're going to talk tax reform. And what do we do when the cartel doesn't know all the answers? We go out and find the people that do. And I'm going to tell you what, this morning, joining us is Gary Wolfram. He is the William E. Simon Professor of Economics at Hillsdale College, which is probably the most conservative institution in the country. He's president of the Hillsdale Policy Group, a consulting firm specializing in taxation and policy analysis. He received his PhD in economics from the University of California at Berkeley, so he's very smart. And he is a weekly columnist for the Detroit News and author of a capitalist manifesto. Mr. Wolfram, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. How are you this morning, sir? Great. Thank you for having me. Did I say your name right? You did. Wonderful. I I certainly appreciate it. Now, like I said, here at the cartel, when we don't know things, we go find people who know the things. And I'm going to tell you, it's an impressive resume you bring on economics, on taxation, on policy. So I want to get right into this because we've got a lot to cover. What Tell us what this tax reform actually means for America. Well, what it's going to mean is economic growth. I mean, that's, that, that's the first thing. And I think what's important to realize is that the U.S. corporate income tax rate is by, by far the highest in the, in the industrialized world. Um, I think Qatar and maybe one other small country has a, a rate higher than ours. So we're really moving 
towards what the other countries have been doing, and it's going to make our co- companies more competitive. The, and if you, there was a, a in 1848, Bastiat, this Frederick Bastiat wrote a paper that was called uh, "What Is Seen and Unseen," and the problem is that most people. He, he says that, he says the difference between the bad economist and the good economist is the bad economist sees the seen, the good economist sees the unforeseen. So people go, oh, corporations are going to get these tax cuts. Well, I don't know about you, but I've never sent a Christmas card to Ford Motor Company. I mean, it, it, only people pay taxes. We have to think about what is the incidence of the corporate income tax. And if you took a standard public finance uh, textbook and took a class in public finance, which 99.9% of Americans will never do, um, there's an, it, it will tell you that the incidence of the corporate income tax is on lower wages for, for people who work in corporations and who don't work in corporations, higher prices, and lower profits for companies, which means lower uh, stock returns for you who are holding 401ks or pension funds. So by reducing our corporate income tax rate, what we're going to do is we're going to end up with higher wages, we're going to end up with more product, which means we're going to end up with lower prices, and we're going to end up with Americans having more uh, uh, more in their 401ks. And in if you're, let's say, uh, you know, you work for the UAW, your pension fund's going to be, be higher. Well, that doesn't sound like it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, it is the because it's the um, but it's the unforeseen. You see, it's the it's the fact that you got to think through how this is going to work. And I always tell my students, look, this isn't rocket surgery here, to borrow a term from Arthur Laffer. Um, this is just a matter of thinking through. Okay, this is going to cause this. Is going to cause this. Is going to cause this. And what's going to happen from uh, – I'm most excited about the corporate income tax reduction. Um, there's a number of other things that are good about this, including the fact that it basically moves us to a flat tax um, by doubling the standard deduction. Uh, but the, it's going to make us competitive. And it's not like we're doing something brand new. We're just following up on what the other countries have been doing. The, the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, for example, Ireland's corporate income tax is 15%. And if you're producing something in the United States, you're paying, when you count the state on top of it, you're paying almost 40%. So the, oh. this, is, this is a major improvement for the United States economy. Go ahead, Rocky. Gary, jump in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, Gary, let me add, you know, we, we witness, and, you know, I like to observe um, people's reactions and, and people's comments. And, and I understand that when we talk about economics, we talk about taxes, it's a confusing subject for a lot of people, including myself. Uh, it kind of seems like we have demonized corporations, and a lot of these corporations we demonize are are some of them are the heartbeat of our economy, and a lot of people just don't realize that they just think big corporations are bad corporations. But we have some liberal friends that have some issues, uh, and again, I, I this probably unresearched, but they have a lot of concerns in regards to uh, this tax reform and with our um, social security, uh, with our elderly. Uh, is how is this? going to impact people that are retired uh people that you know they survive off of 1200 dollars a month medicare medicaid uh social security disability how is it going to affect people like that is it going to affect them in a positive way or a negative way no it'll affect them in a positive way i mean there's the 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 if you sort of think about it what are if you are um 62, would you rather have a growing economy would you rather have an ability to earn five percent on your uh 
on, on your earnings rather than on your savings rather than two percent on your savings. Right. Um, you're you're going to be better off under this. There's nothing in here that would harm someone in Social Security position. I, I can't see how that could possibly happen. Well, and, and that's but look, this is this is a standard procedure of operating when it comes to the mainstream media and the left. And, and we've talked about this, uh, uh, Mr. Wolfram. And, and I'm going to fill in here because we got about a minute and a half, and we're going to roll you over the break and get into the next segment here because we're going to talk about some more things. But we, we've got a liberal apparatus currently in position that needs your money. They need to continue to grease the, the, the rails. They need to continue to stuff that money into special interest, into lobbyists, into a socialistic type government because they want a new world order. You're talking about a free market principle. I mean, you're talking about what the rest of the world does. And, and that's kind of a crazy thing because the left wants you to believe that the rest of the world has all these taxes. They're great. They're awesome. They're funding, uh, you know, healthcare. They're, they're doing all these things for their citizens, but we're one of the highest tax countries in the entire world. So when we come back here, cause we got about a minute left, Rocky here, mm-hmm. I want to jump into uh, my friend of mine sent me a, a text message this morning and said, did you see what the mainstream media did? And I'm like, no, I didn't see what happened. And he, he pointed me to Good Morning America. And he said, Good Morning America did a, a segment this morning or yesterday on three families and how this tax cut would affect them. And of course, the media wanted you to think that this was going to be a negative effect on these families and all three of them were affected they were affected positively they were affected with money in their pocket they were affected with you know a bigger standard deduction so when we come back here on in this next break i want to talk about what are some of the good things that have come with this new tax reform bill but i also hear you know look we we want to talk about some of the not so good things are there some not good things in this deal that people ought to know about because i believe today the news that we get isn't always honest it isn't always both sides and we want to make sure that people understand everything that's going on with the bill and how it affects their everyday life because that's that's who we are we're everyday folks we're everyday people we're, we, we just we want to know how and why we pay taxes where it goes how the government handles it and how it's going to affect us so on the phone we've got professor from hillsdale college gary wolfram we're going to continue this conversation on the tax reform bill Rocky Stucci, Matlock, this is the Conservative Cartel. We roll on this Saturday morning. The Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Here's Matt Block and Rocky Stucci. Well, you know, if you open up your social media, ladies and gentlemen, it, it's pretty obvious that we're all going to die. 
it's pretty obvious that we're all going to die because there's so many people that have such an opinion on what is happening with our economy these days, but yet so many people don't take the extra maybe three and a half minutes to actually do the research in regards to this tax reform or taxation in the United States and understanding where we actually stand economically. And me being guilty, um, I do lack uh, the knowledge of economics and taxation. I just know that I look at my paycheck I get nauseous, but I continue with life, just like most of us Americans. But welcome back to the program, folks. You're listening to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning on the Blaze Radio Network, broadcasting live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. And like Matt Locke said, when we open this program, what do we do when we need answers? As we call somebody who is an expert, an academic in the field. And on the phone, we have Gary Wolfram. Uh, who by far has one of the most impressive resumes I've seen in a very long time. Gary, thank you again so much for being on the program. Well, thank you. And as long as we're talking about social media, I have a contest with John Miller, who's the journalism uh, professor here at Hillsdale, with who has the most Twitter followers. And I'm about oh. 100 behind him. Okay, so let's do it. Follow let's me. Get, hey, let's go. Come on. Come on, cartel family. Let's help the guy out. <laughs> Gary underscore Wolfram, and I'll I'll be able to get a free lunch from John Miller next week. I love that. We love bets. We're very competitive here on the cartel. But, Mr. Wolfram, thank you for joining us. Matt here. Let's get right back into this. I know we, we talked about this before the break. Now, what are some of the good things in this tax reform bill? Well, the first thing that you that was pointed out right at the end was that this is going to make us more free because if you sort of think about it, what this tax both at the corporate level and the individual level does is it lowers the marginal tax rate and expands the base. That is, we're going to have a big standard deduction. There's less things that are going to be exempt. So if you sort of think about it, what does a government that wants to interfere in your activities do? It has a high marginal tax rate and then gives you deductions for doing the things they want you to do. Right. So by lowering these, these uh, both the individual and the corporate tax rates and expanding the base, we're moving government out of the business of telling us what to do through the tax code. Oh, fantastic. Amen. Isn't that fan? I mean, and that's exactly it. We preach about more liberty, more freedom, less government, because Rocky said it. I mean, you know, you look at your paycheck, the average, the average consumer, the average worker looks at their paycheck. They see that withholding and they're like, you know, where's my money going? I'm paying all these taxes. I'm doing all this stuff. Rocky, you've talked about it with your overtime. I'm self-employed. I pay a higher tax. I'm writing out a check to the government January 16th for my fourth quarter estimates. I mean, it's disgusting. So, Mr. Wolfram, what, what's bad about this plan? What stands out to you that may not be as good? Well, you know, it's, 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 you have to sort of go in the weeds to actually find things that are bad in a sense that um, for, it'll make it more complicated for S-corporations and LLCs. It's going to benefit them but it, because of the way they've changed the tax rate on those particular entities. Um, and it'll make the law a little more complicated for, for that, but it, it will benefit them but make it harder for you know, people to, to follow up on that. Um, I don't like the fact that the um, individual income tax uh, provisions expire with uh, two years to go, but that was due to the necessary um, rules that you have to follow to, to avoid the filibuster. Um, I think th that's not a big problem because I can't imagine that the individual rates won't be, uh, won't, won't be kept at the lower rate in eight years. Uh, and so it's, it's really sort of hard to find 
actually bad things about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with the thing. I would have reduced the rates even more, to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, and, and, and let's talk about that just for a second, because the corporate rate is now down to 21. Uh, Trump had President Trump had initially asked for 20, and initially, when this all came out, the, the number 15 was floating around. So I've seen some stories here, uh, Professor Wolfram, and, and the thing that I, I find amazing, I used to play a game called SimCity. Where you would run your own city. Remember that game, Rocky? Yeah. And, and, and where you would, I mean, to me, it was okay. If you wanted more people to come into your into your city, you would lower taxes. You would make it so that businesses would want to come to you. They'd want to build. They'd want, you know, because they could get it here. So I, I found an article yesterday in Breitbart where it says more winning. Germans fear huge loss of jobs from U.S. tax cuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you lower taxes... Businesses are going to come in and invest, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, and and not only that, they're going to they're going to be building factories. When we talk about for economists, when we say investment, we mean new new factories, new machinery, um, and the the fact that you can repatriate. I mean, that was another thing that we used to do uh, that we we tax you on earnings that you make in other countries, and then. Uh, it be, if you bring that earnings back to the United States to build a factory with it, I mean, that's crazy. No other country does that. No other industrialized country does that. So that's another positive out of this thing. But you're exactly right. They, they should be fearing that they're going to lose jobs and lose production to the United States. And th- that's got to happen. Well, and that's you what's know, been going Oh, sorry, Rocky, just one more quick thing. But that's what's been going on as we watched Obama regulate the government into the ground. As we watched, you know, the tax rate stay where it was, we watched jobs go offshore, offshoring, and we watched all of this happen as we lost manufacturing jobs, as we lost good-paying jobs overseas because our tax rates were, were so anti, anti-productive, right? Oh, that's exactly right. That is yeah. exactly right. And, and this is a major improvement. Like I said, this basically brings us back to what the rest of the world's been doing. This isn't like something, oh, the United States is going out and doing something, you know, super crazy. We're just moving, uh, you know, the Russians had a much lower marginal tax rate for corporations than we did. <laughs> well, you know, something, something I think about, you know, when I, when I try to understand people's thought processes you know here's when we look at when our corporate tax rates started going higher and and we started um what's the right term i want to use we started empowering other countries because when we raise the corporate tax rate we're pushing all these manufacturing companies these blue collar jobs out of the united states and then they go to countries like pakistan india china and we're talking for one let's mind you folks we're talking about slave labor in these countries but we're also empowering them from a financial perspective, from a militaristic perspective, uh, from, a, from a global threat perspective. Not that we're against any other country being successful, but when we sit here and we push these jobs out because of corporate tax rates, and then we imp- these, these same countries that we're empowering are growing economically, then it puts the United States at an economic threat. Does that make sense to you, Professor? Oh, it does. I actually hadn't thought about it that way, but I think you're you're exactly right. That it certainly we create all sorts of economic distortions, and that's that that would be one of them. Exactly. So, look, and, and here's the thing, too. I want to get into it real quick because we've got about four minutes left here. When this tax reform came out, when, when, when the House passed it, it went to the Senate, and all of these companies, you know, said, "Hey, look, this is going to happen." All of a sudden, we saw AT and T. We saw Comcast, we saw Boeing, we saw Wells Fargo, 
we saw fifth thirds and they're still coming. All of a sudden, all of these companies started giving bonuses and started reinvesting capital into their company. So when a company, Professor Wolfram, when a company has more money to spend, is it not, I mean, is this not the thing that normally happens? They reinvest back into their business to make more money, correct? Well, that's correct. You know what? The, the thing that people aren't talking about is you look at that microbrewery that can now hire three more people. Th- th- those are people, those hires that you, you, you're not going to see because, you know, it won't be announced. But there's going to be lots of that where small companies are now going to be able to have an extra, you know, uh, five, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to hire, hire somebody part-time or uh, an extra $100,000 to hire three new people. Those are, those are going to happen just as well. I mean, we, we can see it from, from the AT&Ts, but there's going to be lots of, of unseen new hires at small companies that are going to benefit from this, uh, particularly with regard to the reduction in the, in the S-Corporation and uh, LLC uh, uh, rates. And, and, and that's fantastic. And Professor Wolfram, look, I want to tell you, first of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thank, thank you so much for taking the time to come hang out with the cartel and the Blaze Radio Network this morning. We've got about we've got about 90 seconds here. Tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them about the greatest, the greatest college on the planet, Hillsdale College. Tell them what you do, where they can find you, and about your little bet. Well, okay, Hillsdale College is uh, is a great place to teach. I've been teaching here since 1989. We actually teach, um, and we believe in individual liberty and limited government and market economies. Um, and my bet is that I need to get 100 more Twitter followers to catch up with John Miller, who teaches uh, journalism here. So if you can follow me at Gary underscore Wolfram, W-O-L-F-R-A-M, that would be great. I'll get a free lunch next week. Fantastic. And once again, you know, Professor Wolfram, thank you for your time. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for answering our questions and filling in our audience on what actually is going on. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And look, don't be a stranger. We consider you part of the cartel family. We'll get you those 100 followers if I have to do it myself. So we'll get (laughs) you going there, even though... I'm a Thank journalism major, by the way, do. so you your, 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 your competition, you thank you, your competition is actually up my alley, but thank you so much <laughs> for being there. Thank you for being on the program. Check him out. Check him out. Get over there and get him 100 follows. Let's get him a free lunch. Everybody loves a free lunch, especially when it's on on the journalism guy, which is, is my background. But Rocky, look, <laughs> thank you, and, and, and have a great day. But this is what we do. Here is what we do at the cartel. It, it, we, when we don't know the answers, we go out and find the people who do. Right. And I'm telling right. you what, that guy is smart. He's smarter we, than both you and I put together. He's probably got we, more smarts we, in his leg than we, you man, and I what have. We need, to do, we need to clip that entire interview, and we need to post it all over social media so all these psychopaths who think they're going to die because of this tax reform and all these psychopaths that have such an opinion on what is happening with our economy, thinking that we're going to go into a full collapse because they believe everything Bernie Sanders has to say or Barack Obama has to say. Maybe they should go back and listen to a true academic when it comes to economics and listen to what he actually has to say. If they truly love this country and truly support the growth of our economy, they need to listen what they just heard. What, what, you know, but it's Rocky, I, I kind of hope they do. I mean, I really do. That, that, that's, our, that's our goal here. I mean, we want to open up people's eyes. We want to bring them information they can use. And as you saw, I asked him both sides, what's good, what's bad. Right. 
Let's exactly. talk about it. Let's get the stuff on the table. Let's yeah. get people the information, and then they have the ability to go out and make their own judgment call on it of how they feel. It, it, it's what we do here. So look, don't go anywhere. We're going to continue this tax reform. We're going to talk a lot more things, companies, money, Apple. Stick around. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. We're all going to die. The conservative cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Liberty, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, I guess that was our cue to go. Welcome back, and it's that time again. <laughs> Honoring our heroes. It's a new segment here on the conservative cartel. We do it on Wednesdays during the week. We do it on Saturdays at the bottom of the first hour. But this week, we're going to our military. We, we, we've done a police officer. We've done a firefighter. We've done a, a border patrol agent. Now we're going to do a military officer in our hearts, in our thoughts, in our prayers at this Christmas season. Go out to Army Sergeant First Class Hutton Brown. He died November 14th while serving during Operation Freedom Sentinel. Now, Mr. Brown was 43 of Brooklyn, New York. He died November 14th at Camp Buring, Kuwait, as a result of a non-combat-related incident. He was assigned to the 306th Engineer Company, 411th. 411th Engineer Brigade. Now, the Pentagon has released the name. He, he died as a result of non-combat-related in, uh, incident. Brown was a maintenance supervisor assigned to the Army Reserve's 306th Engineer Company, 411th Engineer B- Brigade in Farmingdale, New York. He was deployed in support of Operation Freedom Sentinel. Now, quote, we express our deepest sympathies to the family and friends of Sergeant First Class Hutton O'Neill Brown, Army Reserve Command said in a statement, our thoughts and prayers are with with them as they mourn the loss of a loved one. We've lost a valuable member of the team, and he he will be sorely missed. Brown joined the Army in August of 97 and deployed to Iraq in November of 11 and Kuwait in August of this year. His awards include the Army, uh, his awards include an Army Commendation Medal, Army Achievement Medal, Army Reserve Components Achievement Medal, and the Combat Action Badge. You know what, Mr. Brown? Thank you. Thank you for your service to this great country. Thank you for keeping this great country free. Rocky? You know, we recognize this every single day, Matt. We recognize the sacrifices of our men and women in uniform, whether it be inland or overseas. Uh, But for some reason, it always hits harder uh, in our hearts when it comes towards the holiday season. And why do I say that? It's because there's a mother out there who lost their child. There's a child out there who lost their parent. There's an uncle and grandparents who lost somebody that they love. There's families in our country right now that are going to go through the holidays minus one individual, minus one fellow veteran, one fellow uh, individual who was KIA or is currently serving right now. And we want to reach out to all the families right now that are suffering through their losses. We want to reach out to all of our men and women overseas right now that are not going to be able to be home for the holidays. And we want to thank you for your loyalty. We want to thank you for your dedication. Uh, You are 
why we have the opportunities to do what we do. Our hearts and condolences to the families, uh, and, and we are here for you every single day, and that's why we do this segment. So God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Matt. Amazingly said. Thank you, Rocky. And I was looking through the notes here. Thank you all on Facebook here for your condolences. Share this. Go out and share it. I, I'm just reading some of your comments. It, fantastic. And, and we have such a great, great following in the cartel family. Mm-hmm. I, I know you guys feel the same way we do about this. Just help us share it. Get it out there everywhere you can. Your comments are, are absolutely fantastic, heartfelt. It's Christmas time, even worse time uh, of any time of the year, if I, you think about it, around the holidays, you're with family and whatnot. So thank you very much. But, well, you uh, know, Matt? You know, when you think about it, you you know, we just recently, again, this week, we lost more officers, you know, and so, and I want people to know that, you know, we, we decided to do this segment because it's not because we want to just have a segment for radio. It's because it's truly who we are. Right. It's truly what we represent. It's truly what we want to give back to people. And it's so hard. You find yourself in a conflict because it's so unfortunate that we're losing so many brave men and women. We're losing firefighters, police officers. Yes, we're losing first veterans. Responders. We're losing we're first You're responders, right. KIA. Uh, because, you know, people, we seem to forget sometimes that we still have boots on the ground over in Africa and the Middle East. That's right. Uh, it, it's so confusing because we want to honor everybody. We want to respect we everybody. We want to let these families know that we are so sorry for your loss. And, and so we run into this conflict. Is what can we do more as radio hosts? What can we do more uh, as somebody who who is interactive on social media to to bring this awareness to so many people in yes. our country that people are sacrificing so much for us to have what we complain about every single day? And, and this is our obligation to all of our men and women in uniform. Well, and I, I want to give a shout out too because I got this at themilitarytimes.com, and I'm going to tell you I didn't realize how many operations we currently have running mm-hmm. that that men and women are deployed overseas and, and yep. i've talked about this and, and it is saturday the 23rd uh, our great sponsor black rifle coffee uh they're donating ten thousand pounds of coffee to our men and women serving overseas so if you could email them donations at blackriflecoffee.com, you better do it quick because we're about two days out but they're go- all they need is the unit name and address and they'll ship that ship them some coffee overseas i mean fantastic but uh welcome back this is the conservative cartel. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. So thank you for joining us. If you would like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Would love to hear anything that you want to talk about this morning. We are talking about tax reform. We we, we are talking about how this is going to affect you. And in in the conservative cartel Facebook page. You know, I'm looking at the comments as I'm reading, you know, the, the stuff that we do for the Honoring the Heroes, and, and we've got some people in, in, in there that are saying, well, how does this affect me? I mean, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Um, it affects everybody. It, it's going to affect everybody because at the end, Dan Bongino was filling in for Mark Levin yesterday, and I love Dan Bongino. I think he does a great job. I think he's an up-and-coming, great conservative voice in, in the fight for our country and our values. And he did a funny thing last night. I went and had some dinner last night just to, after the show and, and, and to, to get out of the house for a minute, you know, just to kind of unwind a little bit. It was Friday, you know, before Christmas, and it was our last show yesterday during the week. And uh, Dan was like, look, I'm going to break this down for all of you out there. And I want to do the same. I thought it was amazing because the, the actual rates, the actual taxes you're going to pay, all of the rates – all of the levels have reduced. 
that they've all reduced. So like if you were at 10%, which was the lowest rate, you're still now at 10%. So I shouldn't say they've all reduced, but you're not, you, you know, look, you're not going to, you're not going to pay anymore. And the thing is with the lower rates, this is the thing that I'm hearing right now. Oh, well, you know, well, the, 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 the lower class people aren't going to get anything. I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm not, I'm not doing this to degrade you. I'm not doing this, you know, to, to call you out. But normally if you're in the lower tax rate, you get more back from the government than you pay in. That's the crazy thing. Like I know several people, and of course I'm not going to name names, but I know several people that make, you know, I don't know, 25, 30,000 a year. They might pay four or 5,000 in taxes maybe, and they get tax returns that are seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000 because mm-hmm. they have kids. Right. And as you, right. Sh- I mean, but look, that's, that to me, that's the argument the left wants to bring out there. But, but man, you have man, to pay me, taxes to get them back. This is my biggest frustration, and I said this on, I think, last week's show. So you're referring to people that are actually working and still contributing to society. Yes. But we got to understand something, folks. So here's my, I get angry about this. I get upset about this because I bust my rear end every week. You guys know that. I, I mean, it's all I do is work and come home and sleep. I'm just I'm a work dog, right? And I get frustrated with the amount of taxes that come out of my check, and then I don't qualify for things that people that don't work. I'm not talking about people that are at a lower income. I'm talking about people that don't work is what makes me so upset. People that have six kids, they live off the system. We pay for their housing. We pay for their electric. We pay for their food. We pay for their transportation. And at the end of the year, they still qualify for this child tax income credit, and they get a check for $15,000, and they're going out and buying brand-new gold watches and iPhones, and they're, they're living the life. And, and, and mind you, mind you, these are people that I'm referring to that don't work that don't contribute to society, people that do work deserve the child tax credit. They deserve that check at the end of the year. But, damn, how are we giving people this reward for not contributing to society? And then I look at my check, and I have over $1,000 taken out of my checks every two weeks because I'm paying my fair share, which is my duty and my obligation to my government to make sure that we're fulfilling our duties as citizens. But then I bust my rewrite just to be broke, while people do nothing, feed off the system, and are rewarded for it. That's my frustration, and I get so angry, Matt, when we talk about this. I'll tell you, I can't, I can't, I, I hear you're angry. And, and look, that's the thing. And, and that's why the left is selling you this bill of goods. That's why the, the, the Democratic Party wants you to, you know, think that, you know, the poor, poor people are, are being, a tax cut is good for everybody. Right. That means you're going to have more money in your pocket. Now, we could go into Medicare. We could go into Medicaid. We could go into Social Security. But those aren't taxes. Those are those are programs specifically designed to supplement your retirement or your health care. They're not taxes. So that's a completely different argument. But look, on the other side, we're going to wrap all this up. We're going to wrap all this tax stuff up, and we're going to get into Project Cassandra and Hillary in hour two. Chuck Woolery. Hour three. So don't go anywhere. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. So, you know, let's think about this as we come into the final segment of the first hour. Let's let's think of it this way, uh, because, you know, I have a lot of frustrations when I have to sit back and I need to look at our crybaby society, our psychopathic lunatic society that is offended over every single thing that's put on their plate and they can't decide what gender they are. So let's look at things from a broader perspective as we merge into this segment. We sit here and I see people literally having collapsed nightmares, meltdowns, because of the fact that they think that our system has gone the wrong, wrong direction when we want to ignite our economy. We, we sit here and we talk about our elderly, that they're, they're going to die. But listen to this, folks. If you're complaining now just because you're anti-Trump, This has been going on for a very long time. If you're so concerned about our elderly and the amount of Social Security they get, some people have only been getting $700, $800, $900 a month for years. Where were you then? But where are you when an illegal comes into this country and gets $2,000, $3,000 in subsidies? They're here illegally. They're benefit from the system, and they still qualify for the child tax credit where's your anger at that where's your outrage at that where was your anger during the obama administration when the exact same thing was happening but the only reason you speak out now is because you don't like trump and that is immature that is childish and shame on you welcome back to the program the conservative cartel the emotional meatball rocky stucci matt lock on the other side of the microphone broadcasting live from the Nightline Apparel Studios and the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to call in, we want to hear your opinion on this, folks. Uh, Matt, you know what? I have the Blaze number here, but we have a studio number. Why don't you give everybody that number? 888-900-3393 is the number to call in for the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Look, Rocky, oh, Okay. as I was going through here, yeah, well, we got to give the studio number. We're on the Blaze, dude. we got to give them their number. Call us on that number. We have a studio number, too, but that's during the week, and that's neither here nor got there. Got it. Um, I'm going through these articles, Rocky, because I did my show prep. You know, of course, we, we planned out the show and whatnot. And I want to read some of this to you because we're going into the new year. I mean, it is Saturday, December 23rd. It's two days before Christmas. Merry Christmas out there, by the way, and a happy new year. We'll be back. We'll be back for the, before the new year. We got another show on the 30th, a week from today. So you'll have some more cartel next Saturday. But I want to read some of these headlines. Boom. American companies rain down cash on employees in response to Trump tax cuts. Dow rises 5,000 points in a year for the first time ever. Dow soars 184 points of street cheers upcoming tax bill. Home builders' confidence hits highest level since 1999. Mm-hmm. Economic optimism soars, boosting Trump's approval rating. New York Fed raises U.S. fourth quarter GDP growth due to over 4%. I mean, these are just some of the articles that have come out after this tax reform bill. Just some. I mean, this is stuff that we talked about throughout the week this week on the Conservative Cartel Weekday program. We're at a point where all of these businesses, and of course, the left's out there, well, this is a PR stunt. These companies giving all of these bonuses and giving to charity, it's a PR stunt. They're all in cahoots with Donald Trump. I mean, it is amazing to watch the tired argument of the left. And I'm going to tell you right now, If you're a moderate, if you're a liberal, and you're listening to this show, you ought to be happy about where your country is going. You ought to be happy that that the government wants to put more money in your pocket. You ought to be happy that you're getting more freedom, that you're getting more liberty, that you're getting more choice, that you're getting more free market principles. Now, here's the thing. I talked about this yesterday. 
The Democratic Party is mad because when the government gives money back to the people and the free market works, mm-hmm. socialism doesn't. Right. So it's taking over. I mean, let's face it here. The Democratic Party and the left, they don't want you to have your money. They want your money. They need more money for bigger government to take care of you and to bribe people to vote for them. I mean, that's literally what the Democratic Party does. And I said this the other day on the show. If you're a Democrat, please explain to me why you still are. I mean, the Democratic Party does not, they don't like you. They want your money. That's all you are to them. They don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to be happy. Just keep forking over the dough so they can keep doing what they're doing and they can keep lining each other's pockets in in Washington, D.C., and they can act like royalty while you're acting like, you know, the serfs. They don't care about you. But yet when a good thing comes along for you, oh, we hate Donald Trump. Right. That's nothing to do with it. I mean, it's crazy. It all comes down to whether they like Trump or don't like Trump or if they support Obama or don't support Obama. I just, Obama, I just seen a recent video where this guy went out. Uh, I think I think it was a Mark Dice. I, I want to make sure I say give him props for this video because he does a lot of these videos where he goes out and he interviews people. And so he approached people and he started telling them about a tax plan. But instead of saying it was Trump's tax plan, he said it was Obama's tax right. plan or Bernie Sanders tax plan. Right. When they heard it was either Obama's or, or Bernie's, I can't remember whose it was. They all loved it. They all supported it. They all thought it was a beautiful thing. But then when they hear that it's actually Trump's tax plan, then all of a sudden it turns, the tables turn. They don't like it anymore. They don't support it anymore. So it comes down to how much people like the specific individual. They would rather see a country fail because they don't specifically like somebody instead of supporting the growth, the economic growth. Uh, of this country, trying to help our lower class reach the middle class and trying to help our middle class reach, you know, a higher bracket of income. Uh, You know, everybody's tired, Matt. Everybody's tired, and we just all want our equal cut. And as I sit here, I'm looking at this article on townhall.com, Comcast, which owns NBC, uh, MSNBC, who sit here and constantly attack Trump, constantly attack the tax plan. Journalists at NBC, MSNBC are among the Comcast employees Right. are all getting $1,000 bonuses. They're all How benefiting. How are they when they get that check? They're all benefiting. And, and, and here's the thing, Rocky. Uh, like, it's like I said, I was listening to Dan Bongino, and he was talking about the, the tax brackets. And all of these tax brackets are changing for one, and you're going to save money in the brackets, which Dr. You know, Professor Wolfram was talking about on there. But the amazing thing is these people are going to benefit, even the left. So if, it, here's the thing. And he was, he was funny last night. He's like, look. For you people on the left, if you want to give more money to your government, let's start a movement. Hashtag write the check. You you can actually, you can actually, the government has set up a way. You can go and you can go check it out on the, the government website for, for taxation. I think it's the IRS.gov. There's actually a place where you can give to the government extra money. You can write the check. You can write the check. You can go out. All these liberals are mad. They, they want to give more money to the government. Actually, they want you to give more of your money to the government, not them. But you can give more money to the government. You can write that check, Rosie O'Donnell. You can write that check, P. Diddy. You can write that check, Jay-Z. You, you can go. I mean, you're a billionaire. Go write the check. If you want to give more of your money to the government, nobody is stopping you. Are you telling me, Matt, that there are 
actually people out there that just say, you know what? I'm kind of bored today. I'm just I, I'm just going to write out some money and just give to my government. Yes. I mean, there's actually people that exist on yeah, this yes. planet that do that. There are patriots in this country that decide they want to give some money to the government, and there's a way to do it. That's the whole yeah. thing. So if you want to sit here and whine, I mean, if you want to sit here and whine about, you know, not enough taxes being taken out of someone's check, then step up. Write the check. Hashtag write the check. Thank you, Dan Bongino. I love that. Let's start the movement. Hashtag write the check. Because I almost feel like I almost feel like I want reparations right now. I mean, I am offended. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a transparent argument. Right. It really is. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want more money right. for themselves? I mean, we're a greedy society. Let's just say what it is. We are greedy people. If I can have more stuff, I want it. I don't want your stuff. I'll go get my own stuff. You know what right. I mean? I don't yep. want you to pay for me. I don't want you to give me anything. I don't want any of that stuff. But I want my stuff. I want the stuff that I work hard for. You want the stuff that you work hard for. And, mm -hmm. you know, let's stop, it, it, which would be fantastic, is if we just stopped taxing hard work. How about if we stop demonizing the fact that people right. work hard in this country mm -hmm. and we go, and, and like Dr. Wolfram said, Professor Wolfram, we're, almost, we're getting closer and closer to a flat tax. And, and that's the way our tax system should be. Our tax system should be set up that it's based on consumption. Not work, mm -hmm. not effort. Because if it's based on consumption, then you can control your taxation. You can, I mean, rich people are going to buy houses. They're going to buy boats. They're going to buy cars. They're going to buy luxury items, and they're going to be taxed on it. I mean, taxation will work. That's the way it should work. I, we go with the flat tax. We abolish the IRS and, and the 16th Amendment, and away we go. But look, Rocky, that's the first hour. Unbelievable. Bam. Second hour, Project Cassandra, Hillary Clinton and the FEC. I mean, crazy. She's taking money through states. Third hour, Chuck Woolery. You're going to want to stick around. We've got lots more things to talk about. We're just getting started here on the cartel this Saturday morning. Be right back. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Marketplace of Liberty, the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, it seems now I go back and I think about things uh, over the past couple few years, and it seems as time progresses, every single day I open my web browser, I am one day at a time slowly vindicated. On what a lot of people looked at me as being kind of a conspiracy theorist. Uh, you know, we, we're sitting here talking about Hezbollah, Obama, Hillary Clinton. Uh, we're talking about some dirty works. We're talking about negotiating with terrorists. Uh, we're talking about a lot of things, and we're going to be covering this in this hour project. Cassandra, you're listening to the Conservative Cartel live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to call in, folks, we want to hear what you have to say. We want your opinion. You can simply just pick up that phone and dial our Black Rifle Coffee hotline at 888-900-3393. Matlock, when you first heard about Project Cassandra, your initial gut reaction, talk to me. 
I already knew. Told you so. Right. Uh, I mean, look, I, I was doing some research, Rocky, and it was funny what you just hit on. Because our actual government and the FBI came up with the term conspiratorial. Mm -hmm. That's right. Conspiracy theories. Because they were trying to keep rational, critical thinkers from getting out what actually is going on. So they have to label you as a kook. Everything's a conspiracy theory. And I'm using air mm -hmm. quotes for those of you listening on the conservative cartel Facebook page. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're conspiratorial. We're kooks. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're conspiracy theorists. And then, it, it, like you said, as over time and as the information has come out and we have dug into it, we are now learning things that, you know, we, you and I, I mean, I, I was doing the Matt Locke show. You know, I kind of reminisced yesterday on the show about where we've come in the year and what's going on. But you and I did our own shows, the Rocky Stucci show, the Matt Locke show. We started doing this, you know, four or five years ago. We've been, we've been reading about these things for that amount of time. Right. And yet people are like, oh, you know, yeah, those guys, well, they're walking down that line. Well, yeah, it's a lot of conspiracy, tinfoil mm -hmm. hat stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe, just maybe, they might be a little bit, you know, kind of deal. But no, we're not. And, I mean, it came out this week. And I'm going to tell you something, Rocky. We're going to dive into this Let's subject this hour yep. because – it is the biggest story going right now that is getting zero press. I mean, you are not hearing about it anywhere. I'm going to tell you what. It's amazing to watch. If you pay attention to how the mainstream media handles stories, what they're not saying about this speaks That's right. way more about what's even going on here. But the thing is... We now know, I mean, this is what's crazy. We now know that Barack Obama was aiding and abetting the funneling of drugs by Hezbollah into this country, and they all because of the Iran nuclear deal. We also know, here's the shocking thing that we're going to really dive into. Barack Obama released Lebanese arm dealer Ali Fayad. Now, he was a Hezbollah operative, listen to this, who worked with Vladimir Putin to gain Putin's support for the Iran deal. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to read this to you. This comes from PatriotRetort.com, of all places, our good friend Diane over there that we love. It says, Fayad, who had been indicted in U.S. courts on charges of planning the murders, of U.S. government employees attempting to provide material support to a terrorist organization and attempting to acquire, transfer, and use anti-aircraft missiles was ultimately set to Beirut by Barack Obama. He is now believed by U.S. officials to be back in business and helping to arm militants in Syria and elsewhere with Russian heavy weapons. So, Rocky, our president is working with terrorists in collusion with Russia to get an Iran nuclear deal. You know, let's point this out first, too, uh, Matt, because from the DEA.gov website, and let me be very specific here, folks, 
February 1st, 2016. February 1st of 2016 is when the DEA.gov website initially came out with the article, the DEA and European authorities uncover massive Hezbollah drug ring. Why has this only been drawn to our attention now is the question. Matt, think about this bigger picture, though, because as we dive into this, we talk about Syria. Uh, we talk about the gun running. We talk about Benghazi. We talk about Hillary Clinton. We talk about Libya. We talk about gun running. We talk about ISIS. We talk about the Taliban. We talk all these terror organizations throughout since Obama's presidency, even back prior to that, have been somewhat involved with our government in one way or the other. And then to find out that Obama is doing what he did with terrorists. And here's something I said to Matt before the show even started. Where's John McCain's name in all of this? Where's his name? Because his name is somewhere in this spider web because we know for a fact that John McCain was in Syria supporting and arming and funding the rebels that were fighting against the Syrian government. So this is a big spider web, Matt. And I'm going to tell you something. If the entirety of the truth comes out and the American people are not outraged, then that's what scares me. And I also seen an article that there is calls now for Obama to give up his Nobel Peace Prize uh, for his supporting terrorism because it has now come to surface for funding terrorism for because the Nobel Peace Prize was only in hopes that he was going to establish world right. peace. That's and right. all he did was amplify terrorism, fund terrorism, fund chaos. And now what we see with what we call ISIS has now become a group of individualized jihadists that are all over the globe because Obama discredited ISIS, which he was funding, he was supporting, he was arming, and he called them the JV team. So we never took them serious when we did because right. we were meant not to take them serious. And now look at the state of crisis we are in. Well, and you just hit on that also so very well, Rocky. We are living in a day and time. And I want to tell you something. All of these reports of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, with you know, Manafort and Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, all this, you know, chintzery and the, all of this uh, uh, made up outrage and all of this, you know, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to parade people in front of the media and whatnot is an absolute joke. It's a mm -hmm. smokescreen. And yep. every one of those Russian Trump collusions Always have anonymous sources. You ever notice that? Yep, anonymous right. sources. Anonymous. Uh, don't know who it is. The dossier. The Dagon mm -hmm. dossier was made up, we think, to go get the FISA warrant to yep. spy on uh, on Michael Flynn. I mean, we're, we're doing all that stuff. We're, we're, we're going out and we're unmasking all these people in the Trump administration or the Trump campaign at the time. But yet Politico, mind you. Yes. Politico broke this. With credible sources, researched sources, mm -hmm. these are people that have went on the record. I'm going to tell you what, you may see a lot of suicides over the next <laughs> yeah. month. Uh, but I hate to say it, yeah, but you've got right. people, we're, we're at a point now in our society, Rocky, where people don't want to put their name on the line or go on the record because there, there could be some kind of retaliation. Well, you don't want to accidentally slip out of a plane. You know, you don't right. want to accidentally be mountain, you know, hike, hiking, and then all of a sudden you slip off a ten thousand foot cliff or something. You know, because that does happen only when you know somebody like Hillary Clinton.
Dude, I mean, you go to the gym and the barbell falls on your <laughs> neck. I, I mean, That's it's right. crazy how that. stuff happens when you know these people. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to start digging into this. In, in, in the information that we have is astonishing. It's absolutely well, astonishing to the, the depths that a, a president would go to cover this up or to stop it or to do it. I mean, that's... Well, it, it, man, it just makes sense. I know we're coming out of time here, but it only makes sense when you think about how viciously Donald Trump is being attacked, but when you sit here and you look at the FISA, when you look at um, all the corruption from the Democratic side, when you look at the fake dossier, when you look at the the um, uh, um, Podesta group, when you look at all the people that are truly tied with uh, communist organizations, Russia organizations, Middle Eastern organizations, we never hear anything about it, but yet we have to sit here and every time we turn on our TV, we have to watch the complete attack against Donald Trump and this is all coming together now. Why they need Trump out of office? Because the exposure of the criminality within our political system is coming to an end. And folks, you know what? I'm telling you, we are going to dig deep into this rabbit hole. We are going to conclude and we are going to establish the truth with what is happening within our political system. Right here, Matt Locke, Rocky Stucci, The Conservative Cartel. Be right back. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Obama administration sabotaged a DEA operation to stop Hezbollah smuggling drugs into the U.S. and help the militant group grow into a global threat so the Iran nuclear deal would go ahead. I've got an article here from the DailyMail.com written by Gareth Davies, and it's amazing. The Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, in 2008 began a complex operation called Project Cassandra. That operation to tackle Hezbollah, which was founded in the 80s by the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. See the, see the, 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 the connection? So as the Obama administration worked towards a deal to stop Iran's nuclear program in return for the lifting of economic sanctions, the DEA's work got more difficult, Political, Politico reported. It is claimed Obama's people threw down a number of roadblocks, effectively paving the way for Hezbollah's $1 billion a year, $1 billion a year, by the way, illegal activities including cocaine smuggling in partnership with the Zeta cartel to continue. Welcome back to the conservative cartel, mm. by the way. We don't <laughs> like that kind of cartel. We like this kind of cartel. The conservative cartel live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program today. We'd love to hear your voice. We'd love to hear your opinion on anything we talked about on tax reform in the first hour or Project Cassandra here in hour two. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Rocky Stucci over there on the other side, the emotional beat ball. I'm your voice of liberty, Matt Locke. We are so glad that you found us on your internet device or radio dial because we are currently being streamed live on talkamericaradio.us. So welcome to all of you out there. That's fantastic. We're on the Blaze Radio Network, of course, theblaze.com. We're on the Facebook, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. So if you're wanting to find the live stream video there or on our YouTube channel, Conservative Cartel, and if you would do us a big favor, 
if you're on the Cartel Facebook page, give it a like and give it a share. And by the way, Tuesday ends the limited time edition Cartel Definition t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeve shirts, women's sizes, whatever. So get over to NineLineApparel.com, use Cartel 15, and you can get you some sweet Cartel swag for the new year. That ends Tuesday the 26th. And on top of all that, Rocky Stucci, Merry Christmas. Merry don't you, freaking don't Christmas. Don't you love saying that? Because Christmas is on Sunday or Monday. And Merry Christmas to you all. Now, I want to take just yes. a quick second. Mm. want to give a shout out to our newest advertiser, ClayClips.com. C-L-A-Y-C-L-I-P-S.com. ClayClips.com. He has come up with a clip that holds a clay pigeon against a backer board target that you can now shoot those clay pigeons off of the target laying flat instead of being thrown in the air and shooting them with a shotgun. Fantastic veteran-owned company. Show them some love. Clayclips.com. There we go. Now look. 2008. When did did Barack Obama become president? 2009. January of 2009, by the way. So he came in after this. And in 2008, the DEA began this operation called Project Cassandra. Now, Barack Obama, he's accused of opening doors for cocaine traffickers and money launderers within the Hezbollah terrorist group, which is connected to Iran, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, as a matter of fact. DEA led this complex operation called Project Cassandra to bring down these militants, um, claimed Obama's people were erecting roadblocks and hindering their agents. Uh, as the Iran nuclear deal neared its agreement, it became harder for the DEA to do anything. Once the deal was done, the task force was scrapped, Rocky, by the way. So once the Iran deal was done, guess what went away? Project Cassandra. Mm-hmm. One U.S. government operative said Hezbollah operates like the Gambino crime family on steroids. Easy, easy. I know, I know. I said this the other day. And that was exactly <laughs> it. In White House, the White House says it shows a contrast between how Trump has been successful against ISIS and how Obama appeased terrorists. Because think about it. We've seen all these articles, and this is kind of off the subject a little bit, but I've seen a bunch of articles about how ISIS is out of money. It's amazing how ISIS is now out of money now that President Obama isn't in office. Isn't that a weird correlation? All of a sudden, ISIS ran out of money. You know, that all that stuff that they were doing. But unbelievably... DE agents are claiming that the Obama administration stopped them from arresting key figures yep. That's right. linked to Hezbollah as an agreement on the Iran nuclear deal approach and scrapped the project entirely once the terms were agreed on in 2015. This is crazy, Rocky. I mean, this is crazy, the stuff that's going on in this story that no one is talking about. And I talked about this in the first segment of this hour. You got the Trump-Russia collusion. I mean, this is the real Russia collusion. Right. This is the real story that no one is talking about. And I saw a great post on the conservative cartel Facebook page where they said, look, when Obama, when the Obamas, when the Clintons, when the Democrats want to hide things, they divert you from the truth by bringing up other things. That's right which in Man, turn me, is the Russia-Trump collusion. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask mm-hmm. you something here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you something because I talked about this during the show this week. In the real world, in the world that you and I live in, in, in the business world, when you are assigned a project 
to complete for your business, whatever it may be. There is normally an end date for that project to be done, right? I mean, if your right. your boss or your company comes to you and says, Matt, I need you to do this. I need to find out what's going on here. This is your product project. You have until February 1st to complete this project, and then I want your estimation, and I want to know what this says, right? When's the end date on the collusion with Trump-Russia? When is the end date on the Mueller special investigation? How long are we going to let this shenanigan? How long are we going to let this witch hunt go before we finally say, look, you've been doing this for 18 months and you haven't found squat? Because in the real world, if your project is supposed to be done February 1st and you go to your boss and you say, well, I haven't found anything. I haven't found the answers. I'm having a hard time. I've got to research it. Give me another couple weeks. Your boss is going to say, okay. Maybe a couple more weeks. And then you come to your boss again in that couple more weeks and say, well, yeah, you know, I'm still digging. I'm still looking. I still need more time. Your boss is going to look at you at this point and say, well, I, I gave you this amount of time. Didn't find anything. Didn't do anything. I gave you this much more time. You haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Why would I give you any more time? You're not doing your job. Are you going to be done with your job if I give you another two or three weeks to get this done? What's the deal? I mean, here we are. A year into this Russia-Trump collusion, we're not any farther than we were when they started. Because there's nowhere to go. Right. So my, I go back to my initial question, Rocky. Mm-hmm. When's the end date? To be determined, Matt Locke. To be determined. Because now you're seeing, and I wanted to parlay this into all of this, because now mm-hmm. you're seeing the left come out now and saying, oh, my God, there's going to be consequences if Donald Trump fires Mueller. Why? Why are there going to be consequences? Well, we're going to impeach Donald Trump if he file, fires Special Prosecutor mm-hmm. Mueller. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to impeach him anyway. That's what you want to do anyway. This has nothing to do with Mueller. You just don't want him because, like you said, Rocky, Trump is Trump is slowly pulling back that curtain on what's right. going on. And this is exactly right. why they wanted Hillary Clinton as president of the United States. That's exactly right. You know, and, and Matt, we were attacked for saying that uh, because we just, you know, because we're just anti-Hillary. We're anti-Hillary for a very specific reason. And when people find out that Obama was supporting groups like Hezbollah, let me, let me break this down really quick, folks. Hezbollah has been accused of terrorist attacks, including the 1983 bombing of the United States Marines bar- barracks in Beirut, in which 241 U.S. Marines were killed. The 1983 U.S. Embassy bombing in Beirut, the 2009 Hezbollah plot in Egypt, 1984 United States Embassy Annex bombing in Beirut, the 2012 U.S. bombings in Burgas, Bulgaria, as well as the 9-11 attacks in the United States, in which federal courts ordered Iran to pay $7.5 billion to the victims' families. Hezbollah and Iran were also reportedly behind the 1992 attacks on the Israel Embassy in Buenos Aires, in which 29 were killed. Now, what it states here, Matt, is that the reason Barack Obama did what he did and um, lifted sanctions off Iran was to eliminate Iran's antagonistic, anti-Semitic stance towards Israel. That's the excuse he used against one of the biggest global terrorist organizations in the world. Mind you, and Matt, you talked about this in the past, the amount of U.S. funding that goes to the Hezbollah organization and the same organization called Hezbollah, they pay the families of the martyrs of people that go into Israel and do a suicide bombings. That same Hezbollah that we're talking about right now. 
Well, and I was just looking at the screen here. Uh, Chris, do we have a phone call? Looks like we had a phone call, but now it's not up there. So I don't know whether to go to that or not, but we'll see what's... Okay, he dropped. Uh, it was Clifford. So Clifford, if, if you want to give us a call back, we would love to talk to you. Sorry, we got all wrapped up. I was going to give you the last minute and a half of the segment to talk about uh, what you wanted to talk about. But if you want to give us a call back, Clifford, please do so on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Rocky, I mean, this is a huge story. Huge. I, I mean, it's it, it's 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 a bombshell. It, it, it's so big, it, and it now it, it shows you and I why the left was so adamant, and they were so. I mean, they literally in the bombshell out of all of this is they were trying to rig an election to cover this up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really look at what happened, it is amazing that Donald Trump is currently our president. Mm-hmm. It, it when, really when is. You, when you start looking at all of the stuff that it, it goes along with this, it, it to me it is unbelievable. I mean, it, it literally is is anything short of an act of God that Donald Trump is the president of this great country. And Trevor Loudon said this last week. You know, it, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, it, it's divine that we're here because we have this story. We we have this deal where the actual collusion is from the left, and I'm seeing comments on our wall, you know, and I'll tell you what, we've got some of the smartest listeners in talk radio because I'm seeing the longer that we dig, the longer that Mueller digs, the more dirt they find on the left, and and that's true. And and I'll tell you what, this could be the greatest rope-a-dope in the history of this country if, if Mueller is actually investigating the left, if he's actually investigating Hillary Clinton, if he's actually investigating Barack Obama in this whole deal. I mean, this could be absolutely huge. I would like to think it is, but Rocky, both you and I know, normally isn't the case. They, the left protects their own. Now look, don't go anywhere. We're going to continue to talk about project Cassandra. We're going to talk about Hillary Clinton funneling money. We're going to talk about the UN in Jerusalem. I mean, lots more to get to as the cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Stick around. We'll be back. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, you know, if you're not watching on the Facebook Live uh, stream on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, you know, we're, we're having these conversations during the break, and, and you're able to actually hear these conversations. Um, some are disturbing, some aren't. But it's one of the things that I mentioned is when we sit here and we talk about these things, and we get labeled conspiracy theorists or radical right or whatever you want to call it, tinfoil hat, uh, you know, we live in a manifested matrix, a matrix where we are taught exactly how to think, how to speak, how to walk, how to talk, what to identify as, uh, because what they want us, folks, and it sounds conspiratorial to so many people, but they want to keep your mind diverted from exactly what we're talking about today. They want to keep your mind diverted from the reality of the world that we live in, because I guarantee you, if you understood the way the world really worked, you would lose sleep at night welcome back to the program the conservative cartel live from the nine line apparel studios and the blaze radio network if you want to call in triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three on the black rifle coffee hotline and speaking of the black rifle coffee hotline we have the phone lines building up we have clifford mobile alabama calling back clifford welcome to the program oh thank you sir uh 
I'd like to think that you guys may be one of the, or the last beacon of hope for this country. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. That's a very Do kind you remember compliment. Back, yes, sir. Do you remember how back when Obama was in office that he sent the special forces over there to train Hezbollah? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was rather strange. But as a black person here in the United States, we black people have one problem. We do not listen or we read. We believe what somebody tells us. And we never go ourselves and research anything. And that's how we're being duped because this guy first come in and duped America. Right. Wow. And and I'm going to tell you what, those are strong words, Clifford, coming from a black man talking about our first black president. And the sad thing is, and I don't want to be rude, but it seems as if the African-American people of this country have been bamboozled into believing what the left has put out there and have not thought about what actually is going on. Yeah, well, my, my parents were from Syracuse, and my mom used to always say, it doesn't matter what color the bus is, get out of its way. Amen. And, and, and got, Clifford, let me let, let me yes. add on to that. And and for one, mind you, I I, I lived in Cicero, North Syracuse. Uh, so Syracuse boy, right here. Thank you very much. Um, I I just want to add on really quick. You make a huge point, and that this is something that a lot of people really don't understand is that why do we not question when we fund and we train and we sponsor groups like Hezbollah? Why don't people ask questions when we fund, train, and sponsor groups like the Taliban? or, or Al-Qaeda, or ISIS, or whatever radicalized group out of the 300 that our government sponsors, supports, pays, uh, arms, or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Why is it that we as a society have become so blind that we don't question the fact that we sponsor terrorism, or I'm sorry, not we, but the Obama administration has sponsored terrorism, and now terrorism is literally a global threat. Every country that we can speak of, we can point out on the map, is under some kind of terroristic threat, or they live their life in fear and all from terrorism. The same terrorists that the Obama administration trained and, and gave the stand-down orders to our men and women in uniform. Why why do people not question that reality? Because there's nothing conspiratorial about it because it is fact, it is proven, and it's right there in our face. Why are we not questioning this? Well, let's give Clifford yeah. the last word here. Clifford, yes. by the way, Merry Christmas. What a great yes, call. Merry Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas. you. Last word here. Let me say something that my father said. My father said when I was way young that the reason the Democrats' logo is a donkey is because They've been making jackasses out of black folks ever since. Wow. That is some strong words. Clifford, we're going to end with that. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna drop the mic with that. Thank Clifford, you, thank Clifford. you for thank your you, great sir. call. Thank you for calling back. We certainly appreciate it. And my gosh, what a great call. We're going to head to Justin. He wants to talk about Hillary and Hezbollah and Russia and the disaster. Justin, welcome to the conservative cartel. What's on your mind? Oh, man, that's hard to follow up. Clifford knocked it out it of the is. park there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, so... Here's what's got me scared more than anything. It's pretty obvious now, you know, do a little bit of digging. You can see who's naming sources, who's doing fact base. You know, you've got multiple sources now able to point to this. Uh, And when I talk to my liberal friends, here's what scares me. They immediately respond with this. Well, that's because Donald Trump's racist and he's going after the first black president. And I'm just speechless. 
I'm just speechless. As you should be, because Rocky talked about this. If you're you're not listening to the conservative cartel on the Facebook page, we're doing the in-between behind the scenes at the commercial breaks. I mean, it's always name-calling. It's identity politics at its finest. You're a homophobe, Islamophobe, racist, misogynist. Whatever ist or phobe they can put you in, that is their basis for argument instead of coming at you with any kind of facts. Yeah, and it, it exactly. It's it's you know, and like you guys brought up, Mr. Bongino, you know, he talks about people being gaslit, and that's what I'm afraid has happened. The media has thumped this drum so hard and so loud, and they mess stories up and leave them out there for six, seven, eight hours before you retract it. The damage is done. I mean, that's done on purpose. Right. It, it has to be. Like, that is ridiculous. It's propaganda. Well, it's very just, irresponsible. Just, yeah. Very irresponsible just, for people let, that let me say, add on to what you're saying we're there, journalists. Justin, let, let me add on to what you're saying there really quick, because I understand that, I mean, me and Matt, uh, doing what we do, we get messages all the time from the extreme left and from the extreme progressives. And so these people that want to sit here and call us all the ists in the world, you know, whatever they name they want to call us, these are the same people, brother, that sit here and will start a riot because global warming and climate change is scientifically fact-based, but yet they will sit here and start riots because they believe that we should be able to identify from 50 different genders. So really, how much time do we really want to put in with people like that and, and indulge our energy into people like that? Because it's like you, Justin, and like Clifford, who just called, and people that listen to the show, we actually take the time and look into the reality of the world that we live in. It's not always what we want it to be. It's not always pretty. It's not always beautiful. But it is the way the world works. It is the way the world always has worked. It is the way the world will always work. There's nothing that's going to change. And it's a matter of knowing the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hey, Justin, last word. Merry Christmas, by the way. Justin, Merry Christmas, and last word. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. But that's why we're the best damn country on the planet, and everyone wants to come here. Obama tried to change that. Donald Trump's putting it right back to the way it should be. Love it. Love it. Drop the mic. On the hill. I love it. Drop the mic on it. Love it. Chris, you can't get any better than that. It's great calls. And thank you, guys. I mean, and look, we try to do our best here. Rocky and I have done this for a long time. Look. You don't get any credibility if you don't bring the truth right. from both sides. I mean, we're not, look, we're not Trump sympathizers, but you have to admit, you have to admit the things that Donald Trump has done in 2017. You have to admit it. Now, I know the left doesn't want to admit it. I know the left doesn't want to tell you that he's doing a great job, that the stock market is up 200 and some odd percent or whatever the heck they're, I'm watching Fox News here this morning. I mean, the stock market's roaring. Jobs are coming back to this country. We just got tax reform pushed through. Rocky, you know when the last time we had tax reform? 80s, wasn't it the 80s? 86, Ronald Reagan. I mean, if you look at the parallels of a Donald Trump and a Ronald Reagan, it is eerily scary. Now, I really hope, I'm going to say this right now, because this is the side of me that brings you the truth. I really hope he doesn't get bamboozled like Reagan did on amnesty. Because Reagan got bamboozled on amnesty. He, he either didn't think about it, knew about it, went along with it. I mean, because, look, I love Ronald Reagan. He was a true conservative. He was a great patriot. But he allowed amnesty. I mean, that was one of the things that Ronald, I did not like about Ronald Reagan's presidency. And and we're staring DACA, this deferred action on childhood arrivals, we're staring that right down the the barrel, 
come the new year. I mean, and that's the whole thing that you got to deal with. I really honestly hope Donald Trump doesn't fall for it. But this is the first time in 31 years we've had tax reform. That's that's outstanding. You know, another thing, Matt, that I was looking at to support what you were just saying, uh, I ran across an article, I think, this morning that out of the eight years uh, Obama was in office, he had one of the worst GDP ratings almost in presidential history. Uh, and now you look Hater. at the GDP rating now with Donald Hater. Trump. So when you, you when racist. you look at Donald Trump, look at the facts, not at your personal opinion on how you like his hair or the color of his skin, because the facts speak for themselves. Take it, Matt. You're a racist hater, Rocky Scucci. <laughs> That's all you are. You're a Scrooge racist hater this Christmas season. How dare you come on to this program and talk the truth? I, I can't believe you just did that. No, I'm kidding. I really am because you're right. I mean, it, it's one of those deals. We are the marketplace of liberty. We are freedom. We are less government. I mean, that's what we stand for. And we're so happy that all of you guys are here. We got one more segment this hour. Coming up in hour three, by the way. Chuck Woolery. Yeah, that Chuck Woolery. Love Connection. Wheel of Fortune. Blunt Force Truth, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking to politics. You're not going to want to miss it. The cartel is going to roll on this, this Saturday morning. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. is the conservative cartel with matt lock and rocky stucci only on the blaze radio network well i'll tell you what the conversations in the breaks i think they're getting funnier we're getting loopier maybe it's the <laughs> christmas season i don't know rocky's still trying to figure out what gender he is on facebook because now there's like 50 some choices you realize how confusing or, it is there's 50 different genders i can and, pick and from. he I is mean, the emotional you start you are the emotional meatball so facebook has really screwed you but you know look we're, we're on the conservative cartel facebook page by the way so you can get the behind the scenes stuff and we're talking in the breaks but uh, welcome back this is the conservative cartel my name is Matt Locke, the voice of liberty. On the other side, Rocky Stucci, the emotional meatball. We're glad that you found us on your internet device or radio dial. Want to throw out a big how are you doing to uh, WDDQ out of uh, Valdosta, Georgia, 92.1. WJHC out of Jasper, Florida, 107.5. And WLBB Talk 1330 out of Carrollton, Georgia. Thank you. We are live. Right now on all of the streams on TalkAmericaRadio.us, uh, I'm live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. That's an important thing. If you want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 And speaking of the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, we have Mike, looks like from Baton Rouge. Mike, what's on your mind, brother? Oh, Hillary Clinton collusion and... And here's what's odd about this thing. Even with all the stuff that's swirling about her, she's the most, she's still the most electable Democrat. Just think about it. They have, they have no bench. No, you're you're right, Mike. I mean, you're absolutely, the the Democratic Party is dying on the vine as we speak. They're really, I mean, who who do they have? Bernie? Hillary? Bernie, yes. Elizabeth Warren, maybe? Oh, God. Maybe, but. But it, 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 just just take a look at the Republican side. If if 
God forbid, they got him to step down. They got impeachment. Look who they have on the Republican side. Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, uh, you know, Rand Paul, just to name three people. That's a that's a decent bench there. Even yeah. Mike Pence is a, could be on that bench. Whereas they don't have anybody. And, and look, they they say, well, 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 Bernie has all the young people vote. But how many how many young people under thirty really vote? You know, you know. You, how many no, of those Mike, guys are going to vote for Bernie if he had gotten the thing? You're, you're, you know? Mike, you're, you're right on the right track. And, I mean, the amazing thing is, as Rocky and I have sit here and spoken about this last two hours, we've watched as these big blockbuster stories come to fruition. And, by the way, Mike, I'll give you one last word. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What, 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 one last word. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And, yeah, she's going to run again. <laughs> and, yeah, it's likely that she's going to rig another election for herself on the democratic side and yeah, she's going to get all the votes from the Northeast and the West coast to vote for her. And she's, she's the only one that can possibly hope to play to the middle of the aisle, even though we know how rough she is. Well, Mike, thank you for the call. Mike, they're great call. He's right. I mean, there's no bench on the democratic left and we want to get to Hillary Clinton real quick. But, but, but we, let me got, ask you though, let, let me ask yes. you, do you think that that possibility exists that yes. Hillary could possibly run for president again? Yes. Because oh, yeah. really, who do they have? They really don't have any. I mean, Bernie well, Sanders and, and, and is this is a holy skin. This is a completely different conversation, Rocky. Because if you really start looking at it, it'll be interesting in 2020. Because I think at some point they're going to groom Michelle Obama. I don't know oh, if that's going to be in oh. 20, or if it'll be. I, uh, I know you, I threw up in my mouth a little bit too as I said that. <laughs> Because, oh you know, look, God, I mean, me. what 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 did Hillary Clinton do other than be the wife of Bill Clinton? I mean, and she's not a – look, she's the wife of Bill, but they're not sleeping in the same house or the same bed. I mean, I saw a picture the other day where Bill Clinton's out with his mistress or Energizer Bunny or whatever they call her. But Hillary Clinton, I think, is going to pop up one more time. And I think she's a great big thorn in the side of the Democrat Party because they're not able to move forward. But the Democratic Party has no bench. But let's talk about Hillary because that's a complete another conversation. And we got stuff to do here on the show. Because we're hearing now that Sessions, Jeff Sessions, Attorney General, and the Justice Department are now going to uh, open up a door into a new Uranium One investigation. Which is interesting because this is what we've been asking for. You know, Hillary sold 20% of the United States uranium reserves to Rostatom, which is a Russian company, to Putin. Once again, we got more collusion. But we're now seeing that there may be a gateway into reinvestigating this. And, of course, what does Hillary Clinton do as soon as that comes out? Hillary Clinton slammed what she described as the politicization of the Justice Department after reports that the Trump administration was considering a special counsel to probe the Uranium One deal. See how that works? Mm. This is what the left does, Rocky. This is exactly what the left does. We see these sexual harassment claims. Mm -hmm. What what does the left do if it's against Donald Trump? Well, these women have to be believed. These women, these sexual harassment, harassed women, they have to be believed, right? But yet they go out and they slam the people who go against their narrative. If, if, if it's a sexual harasser against Bill Clinton, the bimbo eruptions happened, right? 
If it's a sexual harassment against a Democrat, oh, well, it must have been that vindictive, uh, you know, that, that vindictive lady. She's just looking for money. And it's always about the, it's always discrediting the person. And now here we are. Now, I read an interesting meme, and I want, I want, I want your thoughts on this. I didn't think about this until this week, but I saw a meme on Facebook Monday or Tuesday, and it said that the reason that we don't see any politicians investigating other politicians is because if they did, everybody's dirt would be uncovered. And, you know, that's it, too, because, you know, Matt, we talked about this before. You would never get to that position of power unless there was something held against you. It's like a big club or actually a little club. Uh, We talked about this with the Clinton crime family. You know, I mean, uh, what makes her so powerful in D.C.? What makes her so powerful, powerful globally that nobody will speak or stand up against her at that level? I mean, nobody will speak against the corruption that since you go back to Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton being a governor. Right. So when you talk about it, now when we look about, Matt, we're talking about D.C., we talk about the Clinton Mafia, we talk about the Obama crime family, we talk about, uh, and mind you folks, I, I got issues with Bush, I got issues with Bill Clinton, I, I right. mean, I'm, I'm straight across the board when I got my grievances, but when we look at the mainstream media, Matt, our war isn't just with corrupt politicians, because no. the corrupt politicians is the machine gun. It, it, but it, the, it, it's, the, it's Washington. It's Washington. You're, you're absolutely and machi- right. And, the, machi- and the, the bullets, Matt, the clip of the bullets is the mainstream media because the mainstream media no longer represents the people, nor do they do proper investigation to give us the information we deserve. They now create the narrative for the corruption in D.C. Well, and I want you to think about this for a second because these go hand in hand here. Yeah. Because there was a Fox article that came out, uh, would have been, I think, Thursday, maybe maybe Wednesday. A new legal complaint has been filed with the Federal Election Commission, the FEC, alleging that the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee use state chapters as straw men to circumvent campaign donation limits and laundered the money back to her campaign. Now, here we go again. We know that the Clintons doctored, that they, they, they tried to steal the election. I mean, th- this is beyond, I think, any any doubt anymore that this was all, I mean, it, it was it was rigged. Donald Trump is right. The election was rigged. Bernie Sanders never had a chance. Nope. Never had a chance. And now we're learning. Now, our good friend, Dinesh D'Souza, went to jail right. over giving too much money to a political action committee. He went <laughs> to jail. He got... He got hit with a felony, went to jail, served time, can now not vote. But yet, something. but yet, listen to this. The Committee to Defend the President, a political action committee, filed a complaint with the FEC on Monday with the allegations that the Hillary Victory Fund, that's kind of funny, solicited cash from big-name donors, including Calvin Klein and the Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, money that was allegedly sent through state chapters and back to the DNC before ending up in the Clinton campaign. And folks... That's illegal. That is illegal. That is a crime in this country. And guess who 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 perpetrated that crime? Hillary Clinton. Hillary guess who's Clinton. not sitting in a jail cell? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. My father-in-law just texted me and said Hillary can't run for president in 2020 because she's going to be in prison. Amen. God, I, ho- I hope he's right. I, I hope. He's right. But look, don't go anywhere. One more hour left of the cartel. Chuck Woolery. 
joining us in, in the second segment. You're not going to want to miss that. UN, Jerusalem, and a little bit of Christmas. The cartel be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, one last hour of conservative greatness left before you can officially head out to your Christmas duties, your parties, your family get-togethers. Merry Christmas, by the way. Happy New Year from the Conservative Cartel to your families. We're so, so blessed. And we're we're so amazed that you've decided to spend your day before Christmas Eve with us, the conservative cartel, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We certainly appreciate all the kind words. You are the cartel. You you are what have made us. We appreciate the fact that you have found us on the Blaze. The numbers are fantastic. The Blaze has been nothing but happy with the cartel and so are we and it's all because of you so thank you so very much for standing behind us i know i speak for rocky stucci ron phillips merry christmas happy new year it's going to be a fantastic year for the conservative cartel now if you want to be part of the program you still can got one hour left the black rifle coffee hotline is open triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three we're going to talk about rocky i mean you would have thought that something amazing happened this week. You would have thought that, you know, all of these articles I read about Donald Trump wanting to move the American embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now, this was a campaign promise from President Trump. You know, like I said in the first hour, he promised to deliver tax reform before Christmas, and he signed the bill yesterday, and he said it. I promise to deliver tax. Uh, not, here I am. I'm not going to wait till January 8th. I'm going to sign it. And he signed it before Christmas, and then mm-hmm. off he went to Mar-a-Lago, and you would have thought that he was going to Hawaii for three straight freaking weeks like Obama did every year. <laughs> I mean, people were losing their mind that he was flying to Florida to spend Christmas with his, with his family. I mean, he's staying in state, by the way, mm-hmm. and, you know, he might play some golf. Oh, my God. I mean, the golfer-in-chief, Barack Obama, played golf three times a week. But, you you know, we didn't get that, but here you are. But now, Trump comes out and says, look, the true capital of Israel is Jerusalem. And we're going to put our embassy there. We're moving it there. And the wonderful people over at the U.N. who, you know, they love all these Middle Eastern countries who are so good with human rights that they throw gays off of buildings and they treat their women like cattle, Mm. have decided that they're going to go after Donald Trump in the U.S. because of this whole deal with moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So there was a vote, Rocky. Mm -hmm. 128 countries voted to stop the United States from doing, from moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. 35 abstained, and nine voted with us. Now, here's the funny thing. 
We have veto power as the U.S. and the U.N., so you can all eat a brick. Because we're going to do what the hell we want to do. But you want to hear the most glorious part of this story? Donald Trump looked at U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and said, hey, let's start taking names. Who voted against us? Because we'll just start pulling their funding from the U.N. Right. We won't send them any money. And out of those hundred, I, I, wanna, I want you to get in on this because I'm, I'm done with this deal here. Out of the 128 that voted against us, Rocky, we send them $21 billion a year. $21 billion a year. I, I, I really need people to digest that, Matt. And, you know, I, I have a friend. His name is John Perkins. John Perkins used to work for the World Bank. You need to get him on the show, by the way. We need to get him on this show. He's called the Economic Hitman, and it's pretty disgusting what he actually used to do, and now he's reformed, and he's now he's trying to save the world. Um, But the thing is, is that, you know, we call Washington the swamp, but at a global scale, we need to recognize the United Nations as truly the swamp. And, Matt, this is something that we're starting to see, and it's pretty crazy how aggressive that the United Nations has gotten when when uh, Trump has become president. And so now what we're starting to see, and you made a very valid point. When we sit here and we're talking about what is happening right now in Libya with the slave trafficking, uh, the children, child trafficking, we're looking at what's going on in Afghanistan and, and other countries like Yemen. Uh, we're looking at what's going on in Turkey and, and all these countries like Iran, uh, the human rights violations that we see globally. We look at what's happening in the the, uh, the Republic of Congo, uh, where people are being massacred at every single day. Every single day, we do not hear the United Nations constantly fight against the human rights of these people. But when you see Donald Trump, who wants to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, you see the entire United Nations gang up against the United States. And here's here's the broader picture of my thinking. I had a long conversation with our personal friend, John Ward, yesterday, uh, who's a Brit who works in Egypt. Uh, he has a pretty good uh, perspective on, on, you know, geopolitical events, a lot more broader than I do. And it's kind of frightening that we're starting to see a lot of these countries um, that, like you so clearly said, Matt, uh, in the tunes of billions of dollars, uh, have been getting financed from the United States that are actually standing up and turning against the United States. Right. And it bothers me. When you start seeing Russia's relationship with certain countries, when you start seeing what's going on with China, let's go back to the first hour real quick when we had the economists on the show, and we talked about the economy and, and how we overtax corporations they leave our country, and then we start allowing other countries to become powerful because we send all of our manufacturing to Pakistan, to uh, right. to to uh, countries like China. And now, from a militaristic perspective, they are a major global threat to the United States. And now, these are the same countries that are turning their back on the United States uh, in regards to the United Nations. So, my question is, Matt: Is is the United States at a pivotal point? Of national security is the United States uh, getting uh, ganged up on to some of the the strongest militaristic countries in the world? Are we going to be challenged as the greatest country in the in the world in our near future? Because we start we're starting to see a bigger play here. We're starting to see major powers come together, and all these major powers coming together are not happy with the United States. So, what are we truly seeing in the works right now? And that's a great question. And, Rocky, i got to run to the Black Rifle Coffee hotline real quick because we've got a caller there, and we've got Chuck Woolery coming up in about three minutes. Absolutely. Harold, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. What's on your mind, sir? 
I guess there are, I, people down in this section of the country, they don't seem to want to talk the kind of politics that I do. Uh, I'd like to know, first of all, if you could, don't tell me all your re, your research source, but but uh, tell me something I could I could find out some information on my own uh, about some of these things. But uh, I was when the first time I heard Obama's voice, before I even saw him, I'm not prejudiced or anything. I said I don't like that voice. It's just something about it. And with his his background in Acorn and all that kind of stuff, you yes. know, and and Holder being you know, involved in that too, you know, it's all very suspicious from the get go. And I'm wondering if we just now uncovering the tip of that dirty iceberg of all the stuff he did. Maybe we're sitting on a time bomb, and there's and there's already stuff at work here where we, you know, we can't go out. And I am a, a Christian. I, I look at Revelation, and it looks like Obama wants the world now. And and uh, it doesn't have to be scary if you're a Christian, but but you know, right. uh, happening. And and perhaps we're not mentioning the Bible. America is not, but Great Babylon is. That's true. And Harold, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you yes, for the sir. call. I wanted to give you your time and great comments. We're going to let you go because I want to address what you just said. And we're really up against the clock. So thank you, Harold, for that great call. Look, Rocky, I mean, I go to a lot of sources. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I probably go to 75 different places at a minimum to get my stuff. I mean, off the top of my head, Zero Hedge has always been really good. Uh, Fox, The Blaze, uh, Breitbart, Drudge, um, Intellihub, uh, you name it. I go to, uh, there's a there's a guy back in uh, South Bend, Casey Hendrickson, mm-hmm. who has his own website. I go there, he does some show prep, and he uses different things. So we research everywhere. I, I, you just have to. And, and I go to CNN. I go to Mother Jones. I go to Salon. I go to Heavy. I mean, I can. Yeah, you have to do it. It, It's part of the gig. You can't just be in an echo chamber. You just can't be on just your side because you don't learn. I mean, what's amazing is Chad Prather, the political cowboy. He had a guy Mm -hmm. on his political cowboy Facebook page the one day. I think he was a preacher that said, "You know, steel sharpens steel. You have to have debate." You have to have differing opinions. You have to have people who disagree with you because then you get sharpened. You sharpen that argument. That's right. You dig harder. You find more facts. You look more places because we sharpen each other. There's nothing wrong with constructive debate. Nothing. From the left or the right. But you can't just sit there and read one side and not educate yourself to what's going on in the world because you will, you'll will you become what the left has become or what the elites have become on the right. You'll become a one-trick pony, and, and you're not doing justice to anybody. We work hard here at the cartel. We research everywhere. We talk to people we know in the deal. We talk to people overseas. We talk to people in government, in Washington, in in the it, teachers, you know, professors, lawyers, because we want to bring you the best show possible. So that in itself is the nutshell. Don't go anywhere. Chuck Woolery. Love Connection. Up next, stick around. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Marketplace of Liberty. The Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Here's Matt Block and Rocky Stucci. 
Well, you know, sometimes the conversations that we have during the break kind of throws me off when we come back into the program. Uh, you know, we're talking about beards. We're talking about cowboy hats. And we're talking about the YMCA. But anyways, welcome back to the program. Merry Christmas Eve Eve, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Rocky Stucci. On the other side of the microphone is our brother at arms, the voice of liberty, Mr. Matt Locke. You are listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios, the Blaze Radio Network. And if you want to call in, give us your opinion. You can call in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Now, Matt, we had a caller uh, that called in right before last hour. And, uh, you know, he made some valid points. All of our callers today have made some some spectacular points. And, you know, we are caught up. Okay. We're caught up in this matrix of confusion. Did I hear Chris right yes. on the, so on the line there? Let's roll. So let's roll right yep. into it because we don't have a lot of time. We have our special guest coming onto the program. A lot of people know him. He was the former host of the Love Conte- uh, Connection. Uh, he owns the BluntForthTruth.com, host of the Blunt Forest Truth. It is my pleasure to welcome to the program Chuck Woolery. Sir, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. <laughs> it is a beautiful Saturday morning. It's about four degrees where we're at, but I know we don't have a lot of time. Uh, myself, where are Matt you? Locke, and, and a lot of people. I'm up in Minnesota, so we're at about four degrees oh, right now, and it's supposed to be like oh, negative sir. five tonight. So, oh, yeah. I had a I had an uncle that lived in Duluth, so I'm aware of what goes on in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Duluth gets hit really hard. Um, but again, thank you for being here, sir. Uh, I mean, it's an honor. We follow you on Twitter and, and we follow your work. We follow your, your podcast and, uh, we, we, we're, we're kindred spirits. And, um, I, I just, I just want to start out with this. Uh, what are your, what is your overall take right now with the public perception, with what Donald Trump is doing, uh, with the tax reform, uh, with what, you know, he's trying to re-implement in our country. What is the overall perception you have with what we're up against with the liberal media? Well, uh, most people are ignorant of what's really going on because they listen to the liberal media, so they don't get the story of what's happening. Uh, everything you do that's good in, in Washington, if it's Trump or anyone else, frankly, uh, if it's a good work, uh, like reducing taxes or restructuring our taxes, uh, then the uh, mainstream media assaults it. Unless it's a Democrat idea, then they promote that. So it's just propaganda. <clears throat> and you can't really blame a lot of people for their ignorance because that's what they listen to. They listen to the mm-hmm. mainstream media, and that's where they draw their conclusion. But they'll eventually get it and find out that uh, cutting taxes is a real good idea. My, my problem with Washington is, Everyone who runs uh, in the Republican Party always runs on cutting taxes, although they're reluctant to this time, uh, even though they all join together in this tax bill. My, my problem is, is that most politicians never mention one thing that's the most important. And if they do, it's a side note. And that is cutting government spending. Yes. That's really where our problem lies. And no one with any kind of responsibility seems to want to address that. <laughs> Well, and don't and Chuck Matt here on the other side. Thank you once again for joining us. Big fan, by the way. And, and we Thanks, know we, we know what you you know you have been in Hollywood. You know you come yeah. from the Love Connection, Wheel of Fortune. You know that kind of deal. And now you're you know look you're you're out of that sphere, and you're doing conservative politics. You now have you know the, that that yoke taken off of you. And, and were you have you always been a conservative? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I never had kind of the knowledge that I have now. And quite frankly, not to be patronizing, but uh, I'll admit this. Uh, Glenn had a lot to do with that. When Glenn was doing Fox, 
and uh, doing his little deals on there for that hour every day, mm-hmm. I learned a lot, and I started researching myself. He encouraged me to do that, as he did other watcher listeners. Right. Uh, and I all of a sudden pulled the the curtain back from Washington, and I could not believe what I was seeing. It's it's really it's hard to maintain kind of a positive attitude because it truly is very depressing to see what they're doing to our country on a daily basis and getting away with it. Uh, I, I was li- listening to Trump talking about uh, he wants to do this infrastructure package, which is great. And I think we, we certainly do need infrastructure. It should probably be more private than public. But uh, we're talking about it took longer because of studies to build an access road to the Golden right. Gate Bridge than it took to build the Golden Gate Bridge. It took, it took longer. To build a stupid access road to it because of all these EPA studies and all this other stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. We've just studied ourselves to death, I believe. So Chuck, Matt here once again. We we were talking in the second hour. Um, Familiar with Project Cassandra? This whole Obama, Hezbollah. I mean, is this not the biggest story going today that the media isn't talking about? Well, it's the interesting thing, because Politico, as you and I well know, is a leftist uh, uh, paper. I mean, good night. Let's, let's be honest with each other. And they've, they've, uh, they, they've raised this story, uh, highly researched, uh, and, and the Washington Post immediately comes out and starts to knock the story and saying, well, you know, the people they talk to are really low level. <laughs> <laughs> I find that interesting. It's like the left against the left, because I don't know whether the Washington Post is upset that they didn't get the story or whether they're upset that the story's out there. But uh, I don't expect the mainstream media to to do their job because they haven't done it for years and years, as you and I well know. So they're not going to cover anything that's kind of uh, against Obama, the administration, as as nasty as this is. I mean, it is nasty, but uh, it's kind of it's kind of like. I've learned that every time Congress investigates and every time they have all of these meetings about what's going to go on and they have all these people up on the Hill, uh, whether they're under oath or not, very little comes out of it, which is right. very discouraging to me. And well, then Chuck- they start calling for special counsels. And, right. you know, mm-hmm. we don't really need a special counsel. We need somebody in the DOJ to do their job. Right. Yeah, we need law and order. That's right. Go ahead, Rocky. Well, they well you know, I Chuck, I was going to say, you know, just kind of adding on to what you're talking about, that is one of my biggest frustrations is that, uh, you know, the the truth sometimes is scary. It's frightening to us, and and sometimes it goes against what our personal belief is, and we're kind of caught up in this matrix, this media matrix. And so my question is to you is, you know, what is your your level of frustration? When we look at journalism, a lot of people are not as well-researched as, as you or I or Matt because this is what we do. We, we get on these microphones and we try to inform people on what we research. But your common everyday person does not have the time to do what we do, nor do the research that we do. And they depend on the New York Post and the Washington Times and CNN and Fox and all these other organizations. But now these organizations that we depend on for proper journalism have picked a side. And how do we get proper journalism when you've already picked a side in your investigative research? What is your level of frustration with our mainstream media? The answer to that is we don't. And it's unfortunate, but... uh... You know, ignorance abounds where where uh, bad information flows, and so it's just it's it's the way it is. I don't know how you fix that. Uh, I, I'm not sure that it you know has ever been fixed. 
the founding fathers, you know, one of them said the ads are about the only thing that are worth anything in a, in a newspaper. So mm-hmm. this goes back you know, almost 300 years. Uh, so it's always kind of gone on. Uh, I think social media and, and shows like yours, shows like mine on Blunt Force Truth and what we're trying to do is really filling that gap to a certain extent. Uh I, I think there's an overload of information that is bad information, and people just kind of turn off to it and accept what the, what the headline is without right. any, doing any research. Because, look, if you're a working American, you don't have time to do all this stuff. Uh, I have a lot more time on my hands, so I can kind of pay more attention like you do and research things and, uh, and come up with a decent answer. But reason is very difficult to get to with when it comes to government and it comes to the Praetorian Guard, as Mark Levin refers to them, uh, in the media. It's, it's just, uh, it takes work, and I'm not sure that most people are able to do that. And so I really don't blame them for it. It's just that they're misinformed, and you know how important an informed electorate is, an informed electorate is, in order to have a good government. So our government reflects... I think how much information the people have that are electing these people to government positions. Absolutely. Chuck, Matt here. One last question. Our our time is drawing near here and it always happens in these segments. What made you want to start doing blunt force truth? Uh, You know, we just came up with an idea to do a podcast, which I didn't want to do. I'm not really a radio guy. I'm a television guy and it's very different. Uh, So I didn't feel comfortable doing radio. And uh, my partner, uh, Mark Young in Detroit encouraged me to do that, and he said he would do it with me. And so we started doing it and bouncing ideas off each other. And it's really us kind of sitting across the table like you and I are doing right now, talking about the events of the day, how things are going, how to solve a certain problem, informing the public as we are informed, educating people as we are educated, and passing on that information to people who are willing to listen to it. And I've been very fortunate because I have a pretty good uh, Twitter following uh, because of and, and it's odd because here I am in in uh, Hollywood kind of <laughs> background <laughs> and all I do is talk about politics and I have all these people who are interested in in what I'm saying and how I'm viewing it but I, I pay very close attention and I really do try to come up with solutions or at least an understanding of what's going on, what's important and what's not, because we spend a lot of time in media talking about things that are just not even important to us. Agreed. Oh, spot on the money. Now, Chuck, we're, we've got about 90 seconds. Tell everybody where they can find your show. Tell them where they can find you, your show, your Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're at. Tell everybody where they can find you. Well, I'm, I'm on Twitter at Chuck Woolery on Twitter. Uh, and I finally got my blue mark. It only took four years. <laughs> yeah, we're still looking for our blue mark. Don't, don't, yeah, that's crazy how they do that, but go ahead. And then on bluntforcetruth.com, you can pick up our podcast. I do a, uh, a weekly minute for it that's syndicated through shows where we talk about different, uh, different radio shows. And uh, so that's there as well. We do summarizations on that. We also have a trending news page that we started about six months ago, and we're building that. So we can give our views and share other, you know, great stories that other people have like you do. Uh, By the way, I want to give you a a thumbs up on this Amtrak uh, story that you did on Blaze. I read that. And uh, that's that is just typical of showing how inefficient uh, and how unaccountable government is. And I really Mm. appreciate that story. I tweeted out. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. And Chuck, by the way, you now are an honorary member of the cartel. You're you're welcome oh, back anytime. We certainly appreciate it. It, it, means, 
Yep. Where the conservative cartel meets the blunt force truth. That's right. <laughs> and, and we would anytime love to be on your show and help you out as well. So the door is always open. Chuck Woolery, thank you thank so you. much thank you for much. taking the time to be on the cartel this morning. Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Chuck Woolery, go out and give him some love out there, cartel family. We appreciate the fact that he was on. We'll get to your phone calls next. Don't go anywhere. The cartel, we got two segments left. Be right back. The Conservative Cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty, the conservative cartel, on the Blaze Radio Network. Tune in, Rocky Stucci. Rocky's uh, calling no, Dr. Is, Stucci. Oh, this is Rocky. Calling Dr. Stucci. <laughs> oh. I'm sitting here thinking, where's Matt Locke? Oh, well, you know what? This is what happens when it's Christmas Eve Eve and you're thinking about Christmas cookies and having a couple uh, cups of coffee after the program. <laughs> okay, well, forget about it. Welcome back to the program, folks. This is the Conservative Cartel right here. Obviously, the Space Cadet Rocky Stucci on the other side of the microphone, the Voice of Liberty, Mr. Matt Locke, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios, and of course, the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to call in Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course, as we're talking about the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, a dear friend, supporter of the program, Miss Jules, is on the phone. Jules. Merry Christmas. How are you guys? Hey, Doing guys. fantastic. What's on your mind, Great. Jules? Well, you know, Chuck was talking about it, and I was kind of, I was going to touch on it, too, with the taxes. Um, and, and I thought it was great. Chuck Schumer was bellyaching about, oh, this is going to be horrible. No one's going to get anything out of the tax. The, the tax, uh, new tax laws that uh, the president signed. Um, and then all of a sudden, AT and T uh, went ahead and did some nice things for their employees, and you know, and then it kind of was a domino effect with other corporations. Uh, so I, I thought that was great. So that being said, what the problem is? Number one, the government, who seems to have it half, you know, arse backwards. I said A R S E um, backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, believe that we are working for them, which they need to get right. their act together. Um, they need to start budgeting themselves. Like we have to in our home. Right. We don't work for them; they work for us. Because on the back end of all this, well, it's all good and fine that this is happening. They need to stop spending money like it's going out of style. The other issue that they're having, and I believe this is a democratic control issue, they're losing control and power. Yes. And they're control freaks. Yes. And that's what you're witnessing, is they're freaking out because they're losing control, because they're narcissistic. 
Wow. That is very well said, Jules. Yes. And you're absolutely correct. It's power, and power needs more power, and they need position, and, and they need to be over you. They need to be telling you what to do. And as money leaves them, their power decreases, mm-hmm. which their position decreases, which leaves them in positions they're not used to. Now, Jules, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I'll give you one last word, and then we're going to run. Okay, I'm getting ready to go out in the woods and go hunt. Yes. There you go. Yay. <laughs> I was just talking about hunting this morning. Jules, thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Jules. From, Merry from Christmas Tennessee you there. Love you. Thank you so Take much. Care. And by the way, I have to look. My my great co-host, Rocky Stucci, uh, just informed me that it was uh, my screw up on the comeback. I thought we were in hour two. I'm like, this is going way too fast, but we're in hour three and the top and the bottom is mine. So it was paging Dr. Locke. Who didn't show up at the bottom of the hour? What a knucklehead. Sorry, Rocky. I didn't mean to blame you. But look, we got a couple segments here, and Mm -hmm. we've covered some heavy-hitting stuff. Yeah. Let's have a little fun. It's been a great year, by the way, for the cartel. I talked about this yesterday on the program. It's been a fantastic year for this show, for what has happened, from where we were. And I want to ask you just a quick question, Rocky. Can you believe where we're at and where, I mean, think about January 1st of this year and where we're at right now. I mean, we are blessed beyond belief. This show is fantastically ahead of where it ever should have been. And and we have so many things to be blessed about. Go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, you're exactly right. It's, it's, it's sometimes you need to find yourself pinching yourself to, to see if reality is reality. And, And, you know, time goes by quick, Matt, because you get so caught up. Uh, and the speed, the race of what we talk about, and it is a speed race. It, it's a, it's a it's a mission of truth, and who's going to get to the truth first and the quickest, and and how are we going to get that to the people? And you do kind of lose track of time. Uh, but we're here, brother, and uh, we're both honored to be here. But <laughs> so here, I'm seeing something here. Yes, look at this. My mother has called the program, so let's get her on, Chris. Let's welcome to the program, Mom. How are you? Fine, how are you? Good. My mother from Angola, Indiana. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hi, what's Rocky. On, what's on Hello, your mind? Mrs. Locke. How Quickly. are you, my dear? And Merry Christmas to you. Don't yell Thank at your you. mother live I'm, on I'm the not, radio. I'm not yelling. We just don't have a lot of time. To fo- <laughs> we got another person on the phone, too, so quickly. Okay. Just wanted to say Merry Christmas. We miss you. We're having our Christmas today, and we miss you here. And they haven't arrived yet, but I expect them shortly. Your wife and Oh, yeah. Everybody's being at the house today. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mom, Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Locke. You love there, you. There you go. Love you, too. Oh, Talk to I you later. I love you, too. She was talking so, to me, Matt. There we go. And, and onward. <laughs> There's a, they're having, my, my family's having Christmas today, <laughs> and I don't fly out of here because I have the show. I have the show, so oh, I'm missing the Locke family Christmas today. <laughs> so my mother, being nice, called in, and, and my wife's sitting there now, but I don't fly into Fort Wayne until 7. Well, I get there at 10 o'clock tonight, so... But anyway, we, awesome. uh, we got time for one more quick call. I knew we had some more. We got Matt. And I got Matt Lida from Savannah, oh, yeah. from Nine Line. Get him on here. Mr. Lida, how are you, sir? Happy Kwanzaa, gentlemen. How are yeah. y'all? <laughs> Good. <laughs> doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Right now, I'm walking through a Dollar General with no pants on. I feel like a Hollywood elitist. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> loving life, man. Oh, I love it. Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry Christmas to y'all too, man. I just wanted to call in, wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, I just wanted to wish, tell everyone out there in the conservative cartel family, thank you for the support. 
We've been shipping out packages every single night. Uh, we've been living on, uh, you know, a bunch of Black Rifle coffee yeah, you to have. keep us awake. So it has been uh, outstanding, the response that we've gotten from uh, our, our fans and the wonderful conservatives out there who really speak the truth and know the truth, going over to NineLineApparel.com and, and buying tons of great shirts uh, like that amosexual shirt that's so beautiful on that yeah. big old body of yours, Matt Lott. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, no, I just want to call in tell you guys, thank you for speaking the truth. Thank you for keep doing what you're doing. You guys are awesome. Can't wait to see what 2018 holds because we're going to kick it off the right way at SHOT Show, man. Yeah, we are. All right, Matt. Well, we're going to let you go. Time's a Merry limited Christmas, factor brother. here, but thank you. And, and and thank you, Nine Line Apparel. Thank you for everything you've done for the cartel. Thank you for backing us the way you have. It, it's been a great relationship, and we we truly look forward to 2018. I, and I think he's gone. So there we go. But look, Matt Lida, he's the business developer. What a great manager. guy, man. Yep. A great guy. Great guy. Yep. And, and the thing is, Rocky, we've got a couple minutes left here, and then we've got the final segment. The cartel is heading to Vegas for SHOT Show, which is coming up January uh, 23rd, I believe it starts. And we're going to be hanging out with Black Rifle Coffee, Nine Line Apparel, and we're working on a third major sponsor currently that we're hoping to have on board here in the next couple, two, three weeks. So, Man, Ron put Lida's picture up on the screen. It, it, kind of, it was kind of, you know, like he looked vicious in that picture. Yeah. I, I I didn't see it. I wasn't paying any attention. I was trying to do a, a show here for the conservative cartel. But I, it's I'll take Christmas your, Eve, Eve, bro. I, I will take your word for it. But I, I'm going to tell you. There it is. Now I see it up there. Look, give these great companies some love. They're they're great veteran owned companies. They they're doing great. They're, they're doing a great job. They believe in the cartel, which is fantastic. They've put their money where our mouths are. And we right. couldn't be right. more honored to represent two of the best companies in the in the world. Black Rifle Coffee is the best coffee I've ever had. And I'll tell you, I own a ton of Nine Line stuff, it, it, and they are fantastic. All-American-made, veteran-owned. Tyler Merritt over at uh, Nine Line, Evan Hafer over at Black Rifle Coffee. They do great work. They give to great charities. They take care of our veterans. They're doing things that most of that most people don't even know. So show them some love, and we certainly appreciate the fact that Matt called in. I mean, he's a good dude. We got to hang out with him in Savannah. He showed us the nightlife down there. The guy knows food. I'll tell you right now, the guy knows his food. Sure does. I mean, he took us to some of the best places in Savannah. We, we saw some history with that hall of heroes. That kind of led to why we do the honoring the heroes deal. I mean, it was very, it was very humbling to go up above this uh, Irish restaurant, this Irish restaurant bar, and see that hall of heroes and all the people that didn't make it back from serving this great country. And in we'll be back in Savannah soon, I'm sure, to visit with them. We'll be visiting with the Black Rifle guys and shot show in January. So big things coming for the cartel here in the new year. But we got one segment left, Rocky. And it is you this time. I'm sorry. I completely blew the bottom of the hour, but wherever we go, we go. Take us there, all right? We're going to give some heart-touching Christmas end-of-year stuff, Matt. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
the conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on well, the Blaze Christ- Radio Network. Mm, I did it again. I cut her off again. But this is Christmas Eve Eve, and the, the show is starting to get a little out of hand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the final segment of this episode of the Conservative Cartel. The emotional meatball, Rocky Stucci, on the other side of the microphone, uh, brother at arms, Matt Locke. You are listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Uh, this being our final segment, folks, uh, I, I mentioned to Matt yesterday that I just wanted each of us just to kind of take a couple minutes uh, just to kind of say things, you know, whatever we want to say. You know, we talk about craziness that happened in our world. We talk about the craziness that happened in our society and our politics and geopolitically. And it, it, it's stuff that give you bad dreams. It's, it's stuff that gets you angry. And uh, there's times in our life to where we just need to kind of step back. And uh, anybody who used to listen to me prior to me coming on to the show, uh, I, I was named dubbed the emotional meatball. And it's not just a name. It's just I am an emotional guy. It doesn't take much for me to cry, right? But something that I'm very familiar with in this world as we draw upon the holidays um, is humility. I understand humility. That's one thing I understand. And I'm far from perfect. Um, I have made more bad choices in my life than I have made good choices in my life. And we come upon these holiday seasons and we lose people throughout the year. And as we lose people throughout the year, it it makes these holidays more difficult to try to stomach sometimes it um, because we're used to holidays being with specific people or we struggle financially. We talk about the taxes. We talk about income. We talk about middle class, lower class. We talk about all these things on this show. And I want to point out that there has been plenty of times in my life to where I stood in a food shelf line, to get Christmas dinner. There's been plenty of times in my life where I had to go to a church to receive gifts, to give to my kids and understand something. I never blamed the world for that. I never blamed the world for my, for the lack of what I had. It was because of my own actions and my neglect on, on life and the excuses I created in life. And, and through this entire time, I put my family through these same struggles because of me being as selfish as I was. So when we draw upon these seasons, I reflect on the things that are most important to me because we get caught up in the financial part of it, about getting presents, about making sure we got food money, about making sure that we can make it to their house and their house, and we get caught up in the craziness of the holiday. But what I get caught up in now is reflecting back to when I was a baby, smelling the pasta, smelling the spaghetti sauce, looking out the window at 12 o'clock at night, looking for Rudolph, I seeing Grandpa and Grandma, the people that are no longer in my life right now because they passed on, and I go back and I reminisce with those memories. I understand there's a lot of people right now going through struggles in life. I understand there's a lot of people right now that have lost somebody very close to them this year. I understand that it's difficult for you to get through the holiday season, let alone life sometimes. But just understand that coming from somebody who has lived on the streets, coming from somebody who has been homeless, coming from somebody who has put their own family through a whirlwind of mess, that you find the right people in life. The right people will be there. 
and we can always get through the most darkest times of our days and don't ever give up. And and even if this holiday season makes your stomach turn, understand that it's always going to get better and we will get through this holiday season. And as dark as you feel through times like this, reminisce on the most beautiful times of your life that you remember during these seasons because it is a beautiful time of year. It's a time that we need to forget all of our, our problems and just reminisce on the happiness. And, and that's what I got to say, Matt. Man, and then you go and do that meatball stuff. And, and I can't top that. I mean, that's just Matt. so fan. And look, Rocky, it's it's an honor. And I've said this. And Did I lose uh, Matt? No, no, I'm here. Can he not hear us? He must not be able to hear us. But uh, there we go. It's, it, it's well, an honor. Anybody. That, I don't even know if Matt is talking right oh, now. Oh, so we, we've lost Rocky Stucci here. This ought to be good. But uh, are we still on, Chris? Do, who do we have where? Okay, Rocky's having the problems, but we can hear Rocky, but he can't hear you. Okay, so I'll keep going here until Rocky says he can hear us. Give me a thumbs up, Rocky, if you can hear me. Would be fantastically good, but the meatball did it. The, the, the meatball did it. I, I hope you heard that because it was fantastic if you didn't. And we're at a time in the year where, where we look back on what we've done. And we look back on the things that have been accomplished and we look back on what we have in the things that we don't have and in the people who are less fortunate than we are in it's a time to reflect in and look we are a great country we are blessed with so many things in this life and family and not the material stuff you know as i've gotten older the material things have become less and less. I don't need material things. You know, I, I want to live my life. I, I want to take care of my family. I, I want to I enjoy it. I want to chase that dream. And, and that's what the cartel is to me, is that dream. It, it's, it's a dream. <laughs> so, okay, now we know Rocky's box went down for some reason. But we'll finish it out here because we only got a few minutes. And we may not have Rocky and... It just happens. But the dream has been the conservative cartel. I know I can speak for Rocky. I speak for Ron. We're all patriotic guys. We're, we're all patriotic guys. We love our country. We love our families. We work hard. We do the things necessary to protect, to take care of, and to nurture the people that surround us and that we love. And as you heard from the from the emotional meatball, I mean, same thing. I mean, it, you know, look, we're like you. We're flawed individuals. Each and every one of us are flawed individuals. Each and every one of us have a past. We've had struggles like you've had struggles. We've went through hard times. We've went through great times. We've went through things with our families. And in the end, it is your family. It is the people that surround you. That make up who you are. You know, look, I'm missing my family Christmas. You heard my mom. Do you have you ever, ever, ever heard Mark Levin or Rush Limbaugh's mom call their program? Of course not. I mean, come on. I'm Matt Locke, by the way. But my mom does listen to the program. And there's Rocky Stucci. I think he says he's back. Rocky, I was just saying I couldn't top what you did. So it, it, here we are. I mean, and I just said, you know, who else has their mom call a nationally heard radio program on on the Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve? But I'm thankful for Ron and Rocky in the cartel. I'm thankful for their friendships. I'm thankful for the program, but I'm also thankful for brothers in arms that help me deliver the truth. 
every week. And look, this is a commitment on our end. This is a sacrifice. We, we do lots of things here to make this show what it is. I know Ron sacrifices, Rocky sacrifices, I sacrifice, and we wouldn't be able to do this without any of you. So Merry Christmas. And I, I want to do this real quick. Producer Ron. I'm here, guys. Get, put a word in. You're part of this team. Hey, look, you know, if it, if it wasn't for you two, I don't know where I'd be right now doing what I do. I'm, I'm so thankful. You know, and look, I've got a great family who stands behind me on everything that I'm doing. Um, sometimes it's tough, I know. but uh, And, you know, look, I have to say this. If it wasn't for Matt, uh, you know, Matt, Matt Locke stays with me right now while he's down here. And if it wasn't for Matt, I'm not sure we would have gotten everybody out of my house when we had the house fire. I'm thankful for that. There's a lot of things to be thankful for this last year. I'm thankful for our fans, and I'm thankful for everything else that's going on. Thanks to the Blaze, uh, Glenn Beck and the Blaze and those guys over there. So thank you for the time, man. There, Ron Phillips, and look, Rocky, I know you agree with me. Mm-hmm. This show isn't anything without Ron Phillips. Right. Absolutely. We don't get to come on here and do this. He pushes every button, makes sure everything works. We have Chris over there as well at the Blaze, but it is Ron Phillips that drives the cartel bus. I mean, we're just the pretty faces. You know, we get behind a microphone, we do our gig, and the reason we can do our gig is because Ron does his job very well. So I'm very thankful for Ron Phillips and for his family and for everything. And look, it's Christmas time. Hopefully, there's going to be, there is going to be a conservative cartel next Saturday, the 30th. So make sure you tune in. There is no conservative cartel during the week, the Monday through Friday show. We are rebooting. We are getting ready for the new year. Lots of great things are coming. We have teamed up with Right Wing News and with the Political Cowboy, so John Hawkins and Chad Prather, and we will be delivering our shows from their Facebook Live pages starting the new year. So you're going to want to tune in. We're going to bring in lots more people. The Blaze has a lot of stuff they're going to do with us in the new year. So a huge shout-out to Chris as well, brother. Huge yes. shout-out to Chris from the Blaze. I mean, what a great freaking guy. I mean, he lets me swear off air. Yeah, he does. We talk about all <laughs> kinds of things off air that we should not talk off air. And now that we're on the Facebook Live and you hear everything behind the scenes, we have to we have to key it down a little bit. But thank you out there to the, con- the conservative guys. cartel family, to the Blaze Radio Network, to everybody that makes this happen. Have a Merry Christmas. Go love your family. Enjoy the day. The reason for the season, Jesus. Remember that as you're opening all your gifts, seeing your family, all of that stuff. We will be back next Saturday. Put it in your calendar. Don't miss it. Cartel out. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.